0: It is the 555th version of the Chair shot Podcast. It is also the eve of the Day of Lovers. And what do you do with your lover on Valentine's Day? Well, you, 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 you run your finger up her arm in a sultry manner. His or her arm. Their arm, also possible. Um, and you say, baby... I want to celebrate tonight because guess what it's the csp anniversary baby we made it they made it <laughs> they, they made it 12 long years doing this and he still doesn't think of an intro when, until he's saying it when the show starts up how does he do it i i think my nipples got hard shit. <laughs> <that? laughs> <laughs> <laughs> 12 long years of nipple hardening action yeah, here. Not as
1: much as a twinge in the downstairs, no. the, Dutch, the Dutch region, the Netherlands, nothing happening down there. 12 years of inactivity.
0: Uh, twelve years of uh, well, I was about to say you know twelve years of, of great podcasts. I mean, I I would say like three years of like completely unlistenable shit. And yeah. and I know people say that in a self depreciating way. No, I mean like just like literally in terms of the equipment being used. I mean, yeah. my god, <laughs> my god. And then there was the actual quality. But you know, uh, you know, uh, this is like this is like our fourth anniversary of doing a good show. You know, yeah. Um, so, no, uh, no. It's we've we've been as the producer. I have to step in and say that we've on. been
1: good. We've been good now, listenable, quality-wise, for you know eight nine years. Like if you listen back, didn't I share recently among us the, uh, the 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 infamous clip of Paul breaks the the, the uh, child's thing, the water pistol, yeah. and the quality of that was okay. That must have been within the first hundred fifty episodes.
0: I think I think what was also key to the show becoming better was just ditching the wrestling I think was the main thing yeah, um, yeah, yeah. you know uh, uh that was a factor um but yeah we've made it we'd like to thank all of the regulars for for sticking with us all this time uh we'd like to thank all the newbies who've come along ever since thank you so much yeah. for for uh, for joining us um, and I have
1: an email this week from I don't want to say someone who's never emailed a show because right, but someone who I don't think has ever emailed me. I think I've got a first timer.
0: In, actually, uh, in I didn't inbox. even check my email. Let me check here. Um,
1: but um, yeah, twelve long years chatting to you guys. I really am happy that we made it this far because yeah. you know, like like impact. They didn't. They said we wouldn't last two weeks. <laughs> i said everyone last 10 weeks
0: you know this is this is still one of my favorite many episodes. had their doubts but the hog hog of the week could not be deterred what happened to that guy is he still he died he died oh, no, he died no oh, yeah yeah he died because tna to their credit or impact did a lovely they did a little tribute um who voiced the tribute uh, I think it was. I think it was um, recorded it before he died. <laughs> yeah, he's like, if the worst should ever happen, here's a USB with me eulogising <laughs> myself. Um, I can't remember. They, they, I can't remember if it was just like Talking Heads talking mm. about what how great it was interspersed with Burn. his intros. I can't remember. I might look that up after this show. But yeah, he passed away, and they put out a lovely little video. Um, that's a shame because he was the ge- genuinely one of the better things about that promotion for for mm. a long time. Yeah. Um, God rest. <laughs> imagine
1: him. what a compliment to your promotion. One of the better things about promotion was the lad who did the video package, his
0: voiceover. Uh, um, uh, not that Barry Scott was his name.
1: Not that Barry Scott, huh? yeah,
0: because he was—he was not the bang was Silly Bang guy. <laughs> bang, yeah.
1: No, uh, but this is still one of my favourite parts of the week. Um, mm-hmm. and you know, obviously, if we didn't enjoy doing it, we wouldn't still be doing it.
2: Because we're not doing it for the money, boys. Oh, it's no. certainly not for the money, the fame, the, the kudos, the women, or the you know general. No, I
1: already got at least two of them.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: um Two women, well done. Men's women,
2: <laughs> dirty, dirty fucker. <laughs> but I would say, in all, in all, in all seriousness, in all earnestness, yeah. Um, this the podcast has been for me like a creative outlet in my week mm. you know whether it's doing the artwork just having a chat and it's important to have that especially when you work in uh, an office job where you don't have a lot of creativity most of the time yeah. it's nice just to have a little kind of patch to yourself to do whatever you want and we're not worried about you know pleasing spotify by right. promoting vaccines or not promoting vaccines or whatever. We yeah. just we just come on, and say whatever we want within the reasons of taste, usually, hopefully sometimes. And do some weird shit and it's a lot of fun. Yeah.
1: And it actually in, in a way has kind of shaped my week. Like it it, it used to be once we ditched fucking raw. Right? <laughs> once we decided we ain't doing raw anymore. Uh, it was like, oh, you know you you do stuff in your week and then we talk about it. And, you know, you you talk with your real friends, but it's also nice, you know, talk and have people listen to, oh, here's what I thought about this movie. Here's what I thought about this TV show. Yeah. Um, But then it actually came full circle to a, the point where I'm doing things in the week to talk about them. <laughs> where I, Like, I might hit a Thursday and go, geez, I, I didn't watch the movie this week to talk about on the podcast. <laughs> Better boot up the old movie. Um so it's actually, yeah, it's actually a fundamental part of my week, and actually, one of the reasons why I'll sometimes, you know, for, ex- for instance, listen to new music, you know, I don't know if I, if I was didn't have an outlet for it that I would bother listening to uh, the New Drake
0: album or whatever. <laughs> yeah, it's a nice little if nice you didn't, nice didn't have a platform, platform to it. bury it, you know.
1: exactly, exactly. And uh, thank God AW came along. And allowed us to have some semblance of wrestling hmm. to our what is ostensibly a wrestling podcast. Yeah, because um, it was for a while, maybe two years. That it was just me watching NXT. <laughs> that was the wrestling portion.
0: Yeah, and um, like I think. I and, and and Joe as well would, for whatever reason, whatever time the mood would take us, would watch a random episode of like, like SmackDown or, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Or, you know, uh, obviously we you know we had we had the indie stuff as well there for a couple of years, but but you know, yeah, um, yeah, it is it is good to, to to have some some regularly scheduled wrestling content to chat about. Okay, <laughs> Paul's been accosted <laughs> and his and his microphone arm attacked it's
2: it's the, it's the, it's oh, the, <laughs> it's, it's the playstation pajamas what are you doing?
0: yeah they're they're irresistible they're irresistible you, hours, you still, oh God yeah <laughs> oh look at that. Listeners, you can't see this, but it's it's beautiful. I mean, Paul's house is falling down around him now. (laughs) Oh Oh, no, the recording studio is about to fall to pieces. Holy shit, that whole place is falling apart. (laughs) Fine, I'm
1: getting on. Be careful. No, wait, wait, you're.
0: Oh no. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Why did you freak out? Because this. Oh, she can't hear me. I don't know what about to answer. <laughs> All I'm trying to do is this, right? Sit back. No, not doing it again. Oh, no, no. I'm doing it again. Oh, no, hang on. This is what you did the first time. No, it was a lot more chaotic the first time. Yeah, she
1: just. Sorry about that, folks. She <laughs> just came in crawling like. You know, sometimes you watch a video podcast nowadays and a cat will crawl across the lap. That is basically
0: what happened.
2: Listen, he completely freaked out. It's not my fault. He was literally like dropping stuff around. He's He's in the zone. He's in the
0: broadcasting zone. We're
2: professionals. Yeah. I just wanted to sit around.
1: Yeah. I was just doing my little podcast and then the laptop was going to fall. A mirror that we have next to us here started falling off the wall. (laughs) It was... <laughs>
2: anyway, what were we talking
3: about? <laughs> Sorry.
2: I can't remember what we were talking about. You're just reminiscing about the 12 glorious years. Of...
0: Yes. The glorious 12, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> that's what this podcast is all about now. Um, yeah. But uh yeah, it's been I I definitely agree that I think it's um uh it's a nice outlet for all of us. Mm. Um uh, and it's also a nice bit of routine, I think, yes. as well. I do enjoy the the Sunday evening check in. I think it's very it's quite cathartic. Good way to cap off a week. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's anniversary guff. Um, uh, should we swing in to uh, miscellaneous life guff now at this stage? Oh, excuse me, as I burp coke right into the microphone it's miraculous yeah. this microphone works at all all the shit i i cough and splutter and open into it oh god
2: um lovely lovely it,
0: stuff yeah but uh yeah we'll we'll, we'll chat about our, our non-podcasting lives now for uh for a little bit so uh a few weeks ago or months ago at this stage when when we were allowed to have uh Something resembling a concert uh, in in Ireland. I went to one. Uh, fantastic. It was a fantastic gig, but it was still one of those ones where what would typically have been your ground floor, everyone's. Oh.
1: Jesus. It's okay. Continue.
0: <laughs> <Just> fucking hell. <laughs> that was scary. Why are you putting it? But can't you yeah. put it down rather than putting it? Yeah, yeah. Get it out of there because you're gonna. It's gonna kill you. <laughs> Oh, Oh my my goodness. Oh, Oh my my goodness. (laughs) 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 I'll do a third take here. (laughs) But... uh, so a few months ago, it was still very much where they took what would have been the standing section for a concert and segmented it into tables, and you had to stay at your table, and you could only go to the like the bathroom or the 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 bar wear your mask and all this other stuff. So last night we went to in this new era for Ireland, we went to the first like concert concert where there were effectively no rules is the current situation here. So squeezed into a a, a well known music venue here in in Limerick, uh, uh, it was. Like ye olden times, as people might say, it was a venue I've been to before for wrestling. I've never seen I've never seen a music uh, group there before. It was also my first ever time seeing ever, uh, I'm fairly sure, my first time ever seeing a tribute band, which is mm. great. Check that off the bucket list. I saw uh, a very well regarded Irish uh, uh, Fleetwood Mac um, uh, tribute band. Um, I think they're Irish, actually. What are the, I think one of uh, the guitarists uh, spoke briefly, and I think he's English uh mac fleetwood which like put a bit more effort into the name than that lads um <laughs> not not great not good not a great name but a, but a fabulous performance they were genuinely very very good um uh, uh sounded tremendous uh you know i mean it's, it's it seems like a backhanded compliment but i suppose that this is what a tribute is. they sounded a lot like them do you know what i mean they got oh that down God. um uh and and it was a great atmosphere there so that was a lot of fun uh so yeah again Back to something resembling a little bit of normality, which which was good. Um, uh, yeah, I'd like to go and see more. There is apparently a well a well known like like there is lots of like actual bands you play in 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 this place in Limerick. Like they've, one of these places, they've got like signed posters of fucking Bob Geldof was there twenty years ago. Franz Ferdinand have been, you know this this person, the other person, they've all been there. But there is like a rotation of very well regarded tribute bands who go in there as well. So I think I might just make that my thing. That'll be my music for the rest of my life. I was going to see all these these tribute bands. Uh, but the other uh, thing I got up to in the week was that we did get approval for a mortgage, which is some Ooh. real uh, real big boy stuff here happening. Uh, so that was nice, myself and Brona. And so we're officially on the house hunt. Early days, uh, you know, uh, and all that. Nothing, nothing uh, uh, tickling our fancy just yet, but nice to have that kind of go ahead, give it, you know what I mean? So that's what's quite
2: nice. The, what's the uh, housing situation like in Limerick? Is it as
0: uh, crazy as everywhere else? Kind of, yeah, kind of. Uh, that's kind of the thing about it is like, you want to take your time, you don't want to jump the gun, you don't want to just jump on the first place that looks livable, but also there's this like creeping dread of like, well, there's not a million places to look, mm. unfortunately. Um But, you know, um, I think um I think it is not as bad here as it is in places like, say, Dublin. Uh, uh, which is obviously absolutely uh, chaotic um uh, there are still options here there are still central options here uh, which is good uh so yeah we're just we're, we're, we're kind of seeing everything we can and, and weighing it up uh, and so obviously at some point hopefully in the future I'll be coming uh, I'll be doing this show in like a little dedicated office mm-hmm. you know we're, we're gonna have our say se- wherever we end up going it has to have separate work from home spaces we're both going to be working from home for the foreseeable. Uh, or not even for the Force Evil permanently. I mean, that's both our companies have said that. So obviously, I'd like one that can be a little work from Home slash podcast zone. Um, yeah. What uh, you know, what I do currently because this office that we both work in together is quite small. I kind of have to literally push my work stuff back to plant my laptop here, uh, and grab my microphone from wherever I left it for twitching, slap it down here, and then when I'm finished doing this take it all down and put it back somewhere else because I have to move the work stuff back forward. It's all a whole thing. so uh, And I've got my clothes horse right over my shoulder there as well for some scenery. Um, So uh, uh, that's a very exciting development. Also an exciting development, lads. I've followed the advice, and now I'm rich. Uh, Mm -hmm. I canceled most of my uh, video uh, uh, content subscriptions uh, uh, just earlier this afternoon. Not everything got the cut. But uh, Amazon Prime, out of there. You're gone. I mean, that's just, that is just, you know, it's gotten slightly better. Um, they do they are the current holders of those precious Nathan For You uh, uh, rights. But then I realized that's all I'm watching on there, and I've seen it five times. Uh, so that's gone. Spotify gone. You know, I'm not, as evidence evidence by our Music Award every year, I'm not exactly listening to the hot new releases as they come out. Uh, so spotify gone uh, uh I, I i'm not i'm not hoity-toity enough to keep the movie subscription um i did like it but it was just kind of like i was like i looked at that one and i was like i have to be honest with myself listen i have to i, I no one from Letterboxd is listening i have to just be honest and say <laughs> i'm not getting the use out of it to pay 10 whole euro every month so that went uh netflix survived by the skin of its teeth uh uh just about um uh, i'm trying to think what else gone uh, now tv oh my god terrible get out of here out of here oh, Man, that no, is sh- that's that is shit. shit whenever that is i shit. go
2: through it now since they lost all the disney stuff it's just the absolute dregs
0: yeah it's like i and it's like the subscription i have currently like my month currently i checked this specifically i was like if i cancel it now do i have enough weeks left that i can like finish the euphoria season and i do mm-hmm. so it's like brilliant get that out there i feel like it's only going to get worse as well because once once hbo decides they want to launch in europe there's going to be like a bloodletting and they're going to have nothing if they don't have all the hbo like legacy stuff they've got nothing so i was like that's gone (laughs)
2: they're going to be down to sky original oh my god they're gonna
0: (laughs) they're gonna do a gritty reboot of fucking kirstie's home videos um uh, on on that so yeah also just like terrible app terrible service. It's like get that mm-hmm. out of there uh yeah so that felt that felt quite cathartic as well i'm gonna have to go through the uh the patreon as well i've got quite a few patreons but i'm like listen there's some of yous are literally just clogging up the podcast feed like when, I, when i've got episodes stacking up because i haven't gotten around to listen to them yet. i'm like you know what I don't have the desire to listen to you to justify a ten or a month or whatever. So that's next. Mm. So it felt good. It felt good. Um, I th- Also, you know, I-, I feel like that's going to cut down on all the endless scrolling time as well. Uh, 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 so that's good. Mm. So, um, yeah, I'm a new man and that's why I can afford to buy a big mansion now. Um,
2: uh, <laughs> I said to Michelle the other day, it feels like we have seven different streaming services each for one show. Yeah, yeah. And it's like... This point I saw I was in when we were in HMV last week, I saw the boys on Blu-ray and I thought, why don't I just cancel Prime and buy the boys on Blu-ray? Yeah, like, I could literally I could buy like a Blu-ray every month. That's going to cost me 150 quid. That mm-hmm. would be cheaper than one streaming service. So I might actually start doing that because it's crazy. It's crazy.
0: Yeah. And, and also it's like it's I like the convenience of having a nice app on the phone or the smart TV or whatever. But you can get all you can get all this stuff so easy as well like it's like like day, it's like i'll i'll suck it up and and but also it's like actually now that i think about it there's a bunch of stuff i still have to go to illicit means to watch anyway like mm-hmm. inexplicably despite having all the hbo stuff like yeah, peacemaker nowhere to be found on on sky mm-hmm. you know uh all of that stuff is just up in the ether so yeah um yeah as you say uh the old physical media pays for itself lads Mm-hmm. um i saw actually i was thinking i did i did google to see how much like um the the blu-rays of like the daredevil series are because that's getting pulled mm. next month from netflix presumably to go on disney but also possibly just gone you know into the into the ether uh which would be a shame but uh yeah so that's that's uh that's that that's budget guff, uh and that was the that was the life for me this week what about you boys what have you been up to
1: Anything for you, Paul? Uh, I cooked a burger today that was really good. <laughs> okay. I think I have perfected. <laughs> the burger. The, the grilled burger. Yeah. Because nice. you know when you look. I'm going to say, you know, when you watch on YouTube burger videos, but that might just be me, honestly.
0: No, I know what you mean.
1: And and they they give the burger a little squeeze and you see all the like juice. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah I was squeezing my burger today, going, "Ooh, look at that juice! Ooh, juice! Really good." Although, admittedly, I might I might not. My burgers might not be everybody's tastes because I don't I don't put cheese on it and and uh, and gherkins and the like. But what? what? Some lovely lovely fresh buns which I bought in the supermarket didn't make. A bit of ketchup Quack! on your big fat burger. Oh, 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 mate, it was tremendous. I also made some parsnip chips today. And they were bloody good Gosh. as well. Bloody good as well. Um, Yeah, you just chop them up into chip shape, into a bowl, a yeah. bit, of, bit of sunflower oil mm. into the air fryer. Oh, can't be beat. Uh, And otherwise, uh, I didn't watch much of the footy this weekend, Joe. I I watched, obviously, the Manchester United versus Southampton game, which was like a repeat. Like, did they just rerun one of the matches from the previous weeks? Because it was exactly the same.
0: Identical. Christ my my timeline is really depressing on Saturdays now can the Man United fans either support a new team or go in on some suicide pact or something (laughs) for fuck's sake
1: I didn't do my piss tweet this week I I did I did the previous week you might have seen I said something like syrupy hot piss at Man United Um, because it was the same It was the same thing where it's like they play really well in the first half they score okay we're winning and then they somehow conspire to not take any of the other ten chances they get. It's either straight at the keeper, it's offside, it's off the post, and then the second half the other team scores with their only attack of the game. Yeah. And then we struggle to you know, we just labour yeah, to know. a draw.
2: Ooh, ooh, oh
1: god. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's I don't know. Anyway. Something Bri- needs to be done. Brighton on Tuesday, so see. The probably just the same again. Um I did see a bit of the West Ham Leicester game, which was bit more exciting uh, as two of our rivals drop points. And Tottenham, oh my God, I, did, I didn't watch the game, but I saw the two goals Tottenham conceded. It's talking about Kirsty's yeah. home videos. <laughs> Fucking hell. The only thing that was missing from the goals was,
0: oh, Granny's tit fell out. <laughs> I was about to say, did someone, someone knock the ball in with their tits?
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, apart from that, it's been a very mundane week. No, No adventures. I went for a walk up to the local tesco the other day
0: lovely lovely yeah okay oh wow how did we not kick the show off at this
1: (laughs) (laughs) well it's a 30 minute walk through the park to get there so it's not uh it's not around the corner
2: that's that's as exciting as my week got really wow it's a good job i've got some exciting news (laughs) to pick us up from that um (laughs) So, uh, well, what did we do? Earlier in the week, well, Friday, actually, Michelle and I snuck out at lunchtime from work, went to an art exhibition Ooh. Um, just in central London, but not, not too far from us on the train. So we were able to get there and back. Um, so it's a Japanese artist that does these kind of exhibitions uh, using mirrors. Um, I should probably have looked up her name before I did this, but just Google it yourself. Um, Japanese woman mirrors exhibition. Infinity rooms. That's it. That's the name. Okay. Um, so that was good, except it was a little bit of a smaller one than we were expecting. They only they kind of had two installations uh, in this in this gallery, and one of them was broken. Uh, so we just went in the one the one installation was in there for about two and a half minutes and came out, and that was that. So that was good. Uh, luckily, it wasn't far from us, but the the couple in in front of us were having a right old moan apparently they traveled quite a long way and got the tickets especially um but yeah that was fun but in other very exciting news um i do have an update on my computer situation yes here we go um, so listeners will probably remember um a few weeks ago i had three problems firstly i knocked the monitor over cracked it no good had to buy a new monitor that was a pain Secondly, uh, my PC, just out of nowhere, that I've had for about eight years, stopped working. It seemed to be working, but it wouldn't display anything on the monitor, so I had no idea what was going on with it. And thirdly, my laptop, which I bought three years ago, laptop's still fine, but the battery is, is knackered, as they usually are after three years. You know, wouldn't even wouldn't even work unless it was plugged in, and if you unplugged it, it would last about 20 seconds and switch yeah. off, so... And I, of course, with the laptop, as I I said before, you know, I ordered a new battery from Dell. You know, I got the official battery, looked up YouTube videos, seemed fairly uh, easy to replace, Um, apart from the fact that I used the wrong screwdriver and fucked up the screws, um, damaged the heads so that I couldn't get them off. And I've been trying different tips on the internet, rubber bands and super glue and bigger screwdrivers and all this stuff, nothing would work, okay? Um, So last week... I thought I'd give it one final go. I bought a hacksaw. Okay. <laughs> okay. Jesus, okay. With the idea, with the, uh, with the idea, um, of like cutting a little kind of notch into the screw so that you could get like a flathead screwdriver okay, in there and sure. twist it around. I wasn't going to like hacks through the screw. Um, so Monday afternoon, got the laptop, took the back casing off, got the hacksaw, Saw straight away um, that it, it was not going to work. I couldn't get the hacksaw into the screw. We're talking a laptop screw, you know, they're in a yeah, yeah. tiny little case. You know, there wasn't enough room to actually get the hacksaw into where the screw was. So I was just like, this is kind of it, really. I thought, I'm not going to try and do this again because I keep taking the case off and I'm probably going to mess up all the other screws. So I was like, this is kind of do or die. So I thought, yeah, I probably have to leave it. Then I decided to give it one more go, and, and I got a flathead screwdriver, and I dug it into the plastic casing in which the screw is screwed into. Okay. And I kind of dug it into this plastic to try and just get it under the screw, and after a bit of digging, I managed to flip the screw out. There you and go. It pinged okay. across the room, and I thought, well, if I can get one out, I can get the rest out. And so I tried the second one, and that one came out straight away, just fling, flinged off. They're only the tiny little screws. There. It's like a couple of millimeters, the, okay. the actual kind of length of the screw. So they come out quite easily. Third one was a bit tricky. I couldn't quite get the leverage of it. But what I ended up doing is I made, managed to create a kind of little notch in the screw and push it around. I was there, like, jabbing it with a screwdriver to actually push it all the way around until it actually came out. And I got the battery out.
1: There you Very go. Very good.
2: I put the new battery in. Yes. I managed to get the two dodgy, two of the dodgy screws back in because obviously it's easier to screw in than it is to screw out. Yeah. And I switched the laptop on and it works. Oh, I was going to it blew up. <laughs> no, and it works. And I now have nine hours of battery uh, life. Oh,
0: yes. There
2: you go. And I tell you something, lads. I'm using the laptop now and it's not even plugged in. Oh, it's not even fucking I'm just running on battery life, maybe. Um, so that was that was the great news. So that was that's all sorted. All right. So it's like having a brand new laptop. It's great. Man,
0: one it? machine, zero. Uh, uh, what I you're like saying?
1: just just to be clear, right? you were able yeah. by like digging in with the screwdriver. You're you're able to like jimmy the.
2: Yes, kind of just levered it, levered it out. So
1: that. you didn't use obviously the hacksaw in the end, but you 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 know hacksaw, but then like Jimmy dug in and got it out.
2: Yeah. Uh oh yeah that's, uh, that's a good one anyway yeah. um <laughs> he sees the lads, sells me there like
1: a hacksaw three point charge lads lads i didn't stop there
2: where I, I thought well i'm on a roll so i got the pc and i thought well let me let me take the graphic card out so i did that i unscrewed all the different bits all the casing that was holding in place i took the yeah. graphic card out Wiped off the kind of dust that was in the fan, the dust that was on the connection bit. I just, I, it looked fine. I couldn't see anything wrong with it, but I gave it a bit of a clean, just, just had a bit of a poke around in there. Mm. Put it back in. Did the whole, yeah, you know, put the case back on and everything. Plugged it in. It only bloody worked. These it like the only Undertaker bloody worked. It. So I now have a PC that works. I have a laptop with fantastic battery life. Wow. And I have a brand new 24-inch uh, monitor. Beautiful. So... That concludes the trilogy of uh, computer updates. PC-building uh, townie. Good news story. It's a good news story for our anniversary. So there we go. <laughs> How fitting that on our
0: anniversary we have a story of us conquering bad computers. <laughs> it was How like, they jo- have like Hulk
1: Hogan co- doing a TNA run-in there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Everyone <laughs> have to have was going left
1: and <laughs>
2: right. Unbeatable. <laughs> well done. So I'm very happy this week. That was my... Highlight of the week.
1: You've conquered your uh, your white whale anyway. Absolutely.
2: Less exciting is
1: this week's anniversary music, Guff, in which I've got like th- three album reviews for you. Go on. Uh, one free to Joe's computer problems. <laughs> one new one and two, well, one new one, one old new one, and one new old one. So I listened to a new one. A re- like a 2022 release. Uh, the band is called Black Country New Road. Okay. And the album is called Ants From Up Here. Uh, and funny enough, I just found out the like singer of the band quit like four days no. before the album came out. So they, they might already be done. So they might not have a, a
0: bright future. Well, but, that album's now worth more. So enjoy. Yeah.
1: it. They are a kind of Arcade Fire sounding group with okay. lots of members and lots of instrumentations Um, and when I say Arcade Fire I I mean like good early Arcade Fire you know uh, neighborhood uh, years the the self-titled EP that kind of era of Arcade Fire Um, I'll say it, it, it when compared to Arcade Fire I think it lacks a little bit of I don't know what instruments specifically that Arcade Fire would use but that gives a bit like body to the sound it's, it does sound a, a slightly, a little bit like an emptier version of Arcade Fire, and the singer, the singer is prone to a little bit more, an Arcade Fire hour as well, but a little bit of like he'll he'll just start like shouting, off key, like intentionally, um to give like a, you know a bit of energy to the songs. But uh, yeah, actually, overall, I would say I quite enjoyed it. Just, like even though, as far as Arcade Fire go, and I do like Arcade Fire, this was this was just on the boundary of of almost not like I, I can appreciate it's good but it's not really my thing i did enjoy it but uh and also it's it's a little bit longer it's a bit i think it's north of 50 minutes it's not super long but north of 50 minutes and i was listening to it and thinking this is this is flying by and maybe i'm enjoying it more than i realize you know yeah. the sign of a good thing it flies by and I came to like the second to last track. I'm like, this is flying by. Uh second to last track, uh, uh, nine minutes long, and the last track twelve minutes long. <laughs> oh you tricked me.
3: <laughs>
1: that's that's not fair. That's too long. Twenty minutes for the last two tracks. Nah. Yeah. On, that's... But um overall, if like if if you if you are a fan of arcade fire and that that sound, uh you might enjoy Black Country New Road Ants from Up Here, albeit a slightly emptier sound and a slightly less melodic sound. But definitely still in that ballpark. Uh, I listened to a, uh, a new album to me, but an old album. It's The Beatles' A Hard Day's Night, oh, yeah. which is their third album. Uh, still getting there. Still very and I, I hate to say you know the beatles just sounds like fucking 60s rock music but they, they <laughs> by their third album they haven't yet become the beatles you know it's still it's still uh, ovw Kenny omega with the the short tights um and and the the spaghetti here um but you know there's a, f- there a few good few good tracks on it. a hard day's night obviously um I marked a, f- a few of them as liked. Let me just give some of the lesser-known songs a bit of a shout-out here uh, for the non, for the Beatles uh, non-Uber fans like myself. Um, good tracks on that album are as follows. Uh, Hard Day's Night, Tell Me Why, Can't Buy Me Love, which you might know, Any Time At All, and Things We Said Today. Those are the best tracks. Mm, okay. And the best thing about the Beatles albums is, ooh, it's only 30 minutes long, brother.
0: They knew oh, how to yeah. get in and get
1: out. Yeah, it's the Goldberg-Rock Lesnar of the uh, the 60s music scene. Uh, and then finally, in the build-up to uh, the release of Ghost's new album, which is less than one month away, I'm going to listen to their other albums in reverse order. So I, I, I listened to their most recent album, 2018's Prequel. Uh, it's bloody good. It's a very, very good uh, album. And I'm a big Ghost fan, so that's no surprise. What I will say, though, is um, one of the songs off the new album didn't leak, but it's like if you had ordered a specific version of the CD, like pre-ordered, they gave you like a digital download of one of the tracks on the album. And of course, that I didn't order, but that got shared online. And so I've listened to one of the new tracks on the uh, new album. Don't really care for it at all. (laughs) Don't really like it. doesn't fit with their vibe it's, it's as if you were waiting for the new uh you know the new David Bowie record or the new Bob Dylan record and then you know it was like a gangster rap song you're like oh this isn't what I wanted now it's not that obviously <laughs> it's not that uh far out of the wheelhouse but it's it's not the uh the the semi spooky uh horror infused mainstream arena rock that you might expect it's a bit it's a bit too like uh 70s prog rock like you know rush or yes or one of the it's, it's almost like glam metals not not up my street at all i don't really like it but uh so that's all the music that i listen to this bloody week i'll
2: be listening to a bit of lord this week lord lord um, lord a bit of lord i used to call a lordy i thought it was because No, that's the that's the I finland that. uh yeah. yeah yeah that was confusing Yeah, I just listened to one of her tracks and then I put it on uh, the old This Is Lordy uh, playlist on Spotify. Uh, And Michelle was asking, oh, so what album were you listening to? I said, I don't listen, (laughs) love. I don't listen. (laughs) I haven't got time to listen to fucking 17 tracks, one hour, 20 minute fucking concept bullshit. No.
1: I just, but a I'll seventeen just track one hour twenty minute playlist I do
2: <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> artist song radio yes please uh, so yeah, the best could... of the beatles Lord Lord is good I like her uh,
1: yeah I like Lord as well I can't say I've listened to a lot of her stuff mm. but of what i what I have heard i thought good, I've quite good enjoyed
2: it. good sound good vibe
1: I know the that one song she does Orioles. very annoying eyes. one yeah why
0: is that annoying? Uh, annoying. Uh, overplayed. I hate it. <laughs> no, no, I, 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 I think I think Lord is annoying. Quick. I like Lords. It
1: can a song can definitely become annoying by virtue of being overplayed, but I don't think I've heard that song enough for it to be annoying to me.
2: Well, That's yeah. yeah. so sort of recently. Da-da-da-da.
0: That is that is how it goes. <laughs> See, <laughs> you recognized it instantly. Overplayed. <laughs> <laughs> Um,
1: let me, can I? Do you mind if I start telegraph this? Week? Absolutely, because I know someone else is going to be chatting this Boba Fett finale with me. Mm. No, yeah. who else watched it? Jared, you watched it? Oh, I watched it. Yeah, yeah.
0: I have watched one episode of this television show, and I have no interest in watching any more. To be honest, it is like
1: I think the finale was the most fine mm. I, I, I felt about watching a a big uh franchise finale in a long time where I it was okay I felt nothing towards it at all mm-hmm. like right. no emotional connection whatsoever it was okay it was really weirdly edited I thought as well uh particularly there's one bit where Boba the titular boba um stabs a man with his big stabby stick oh yeah and then it like fade fade cut into like a close-up of his face, and then fade cuts to another shot of his face from a slightly different angle, and then fade cuts to his face again from like closer in. Look at this fucking <laughs> editing! This. this is weird editing. Um, yeah, I don't know. I've seen online reaction to it has been very. If you, if you don't enjoy this, you're not a Star Wars fan. The way to enjoy this is put yourself back in the mindset of being a child watching Star Wars.
0: I am so fucking <laughs> sick of having a conversation about what Star Wars is and how (laughs) Vaust is supposed to consume it with thine eyes. Shut the fuck up. It's a stupid fucking space laser shoot giant slug thing for little tiny babies for fuck's sake. (laughs) God damn. And it is worse than Marvel. It is worse than Marvel for people trying to (laughs) convince you that there's a certain...
1: Depends on the Marvel because of all the shows I've watched, of all the shows i watched marvel plus star wars combined into one fucking venn yeah. diagram yeah the worst of them was uh falcon and winter soldier but no i
0: i don't absolute mean just in terms of quality absolute. i mean in terms of oh you con- mean right. conversations and how they are to be viewed through what lens <laughs> yeah shut up um right? i
1: thought it was okay uh, as i said um
2: That's fair. <laughs> 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 ah, okay. Yeah. Good yeah, George. Okay. Uh, uh, how
0: did you also feel about it?
2: I felt it, it actually went by pretty quickly, but I think that was because I just didn't watch it. I just sort of <laughs> half watched. <laughs> I just did something else. And then I was like, Oh, it's finishing. Okay. <laughs> um, I liked all the bits with baby Yoda, but everything else was boring. I liked, I liked this series when it was the Mandalorian for two episodes. And mm. then it went back to being the Book of Boba Fett with, uh, you know, Br- Bruce Willis um, slash Victor Meldrew um, yeah. with, with the big fake uh, dentures in. Um, just uh, not being very interesting. Yeah, it was like him and the Mandalorian,
1: it was, both of them combined. The finale didn't feel to me more Mandalorian or more Boba Fett. It was just the two boys team up and fight the bad guys who... Number one, the bad guys, okay, this uh, Cad Bane, who, by the way, the worst designed character in anything I've ever seen. He looks like,
0: he looks like someone, he looks like a a thing, I haven't watched the show, but I've seen this fucking thing. He looks like, uh, like, he'd be the bad guy in, like, a game THQ made in like 2006, but nobody even remembers. It's like it's like, yeah,
1: like something in Destroy All Humans.
0: Yeah, he's a weird fucking like. Oh my god, it looks hard. It's from some other Star Wars shit, some book or some fucking game. But that's the problem, Barry. Fucking tabletop game or some shit. Yeah, I don't know.
1: Everything is from some other fucking thing. There's yeah. no originality. It's it's okay. We're doing the we're doing the Boba Fett finale, right? What can we fucking use? Uh, put your hand into, into the the ball of bits of paper. Or we got a fucking Cad Bane from Knights of the Republic 2. He's back and everyone goes, I know him. He's from the thing that I saw once. And there's no, there, like, there's nothing original in this finale at all. So he's in. There's a Rancor running around. Remember the Rancor from <laughs> another Rancor? Uh Baby Yoda Grogu, he's of a fucking course. baby Yoda. You got the little chainmail on. Uh Boba Fett running around fat. Um yeah, I don't know, like yeah. I watched it. That's just, that's all I can say. Um I didn't hate it. I didn't love it. It left no lasting impression on me whatsoever. Um yeah, and then there was a post-credits scene. Oh, did, where like, did
3: Blink-Shitto
1: turn up? No, I wish. Barry, I wish Blink-Shitto turned up. me, Blink-Shitto. I, I I, would... And that would have at least been a thing. it has got his Blink-Shitto pajamas on.
3: Playing
1: <laughs> Blink-Shitto monoclonals. No, it was... So there was this other character. I don't know his name, but he's played by Timothy Oliphant.
0: <laughs> oh, wait. No, yeah, yeah no. That, yeah. I liked that. Was that right. was Mandalorian. Mandalorian. Yeah. Yeah. yeah was okay. Good. I like that.
1: I like but that. He gets like shot by um, Kane or whatever his name is. Um, That's gotta be Bay. <laughs> Mm, uh, The Mandalorian uh, Batman Anyway we get shot by him and then You just assume that he died You you never see him die but they just talk about him as if he died Oh but then post credits he was actually in Boba Fett's little oxygen tank
0: Uh, Uh, Oh That's to set up That's to set up the Timothy Oliphant series on Disney More Tatooine Series please I need more Beardy characters I recognise on Tatooine yeah and this is what I said last week is
1: it's it's so transparently felt in the last few episodes that they were trying to move the pieces to set up the new series yeah um but in a way that didn't feel like it narratively led in that direction, but you could just see through the narrative to see the cogs in the big Disney machines spinning away um but I, I yeah i I took more pleasure like sick pleasure in going through th- Twitter and seeing people pole facedly tearing up at <laughs> uh, the finale of Boba Fett than I did from the actual finale itself.
0: <laughs> oh, wasn't it beautiful when fucking, fucking <laughs> Luke, <laughs> Luke Skywalker turned and hugged the Mandalorian? <laughs> when fucking Luke Skywalker, who's not really there, hugged fucking Grogu, who's also not real. Like, yeah. Isn't it fucking gorgeous? You know? Um
1: anyway, that was Boba Fett. It's over now. We can go back to our lives.
0: Yeah. No, for like for like a month until Obi-Wan Kenobi is on.
1: Oh man. This is the thing, right? This is the biggest I guess indicator of how much people just want to remember things regardless of whether they're good in the first place. The hullabaloo of Hayden Christensen is back. Mm. He was fucking terrible in it. But, and the character know, was terrible.
0: But there is there is a well, generation back, of though. people that was the Star Wars they grew up with, and they like it. Uh, and they try and tell themselves that it's high art.
1: Yeah. Um, no, I mean, th- that to me is the second worst thing next to hearing your cancer is back.
2: No. <laughs> you know oh, 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 God.
0: God. Oh, dearie so
3: me.
1: Okay, that might have been too far. I apologize for that one. I thought it was a funny oh, joke. God. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
3: God. Well, Whoa. I came like,
1: out of nowhere.
0: Unlike. Uh, <laughs> on that <laughs> unlike note. most of the characters in the finale of Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, which has, has, uh, when does Watto show up?
1: Uh, episode two, probably.
0: Oh, okay. Okay.
1: Or uh, Sabulba. Remember Sabulba?
0: As, yeah, I, I mean, that's actually the thing, yeah, because because this this like that's definitely we're gonna get what we just got with, with Boba Fett and Mandalorian. We're gonna get that with like the prequels the now. Prequels, it's yeah. gonna be all the these characters coming back. It's gonna be all the weird shitheads on the Jedi Council uh somehow are still alive and Obi-Wan Kenobi is like, Oh, can you believe we all got betrayed?
1: I, I'm gonna predict they're gonna have do you remember the racist Chinese caricature aliens? Which one? On yeah,
0: they, I mean, there's loads.
1: The, the the ones who are like the...
0: the oh, the Viceroy. The
1: Viceroy. Yeah, whatever. But they'll have one of them, but he'll have like a Hispanic accent or something. So they can go, aha!
0: Yeah.
1: This is in the first place, brother.
0: It'll be, it'll be uh, Viceroy McInerney. And he'll be like, ah, how are you there, lads, now? i <laughs> should the Train Federation, I haven't heard that now in donkey's years. So I haven't or not donkeys, because it's in Star Wars they write everything like, I haven't heard that in in a wumpum w- w- wump batar <laughs> Oh my god, that was
1: the other thing about not only the finale, but the but especially the finale, more so I felt in the previous episodes. Every fucking line is I haven't heard that since I heard a dumb bat swim.
3: <laughs>
1: oh, no. oh, sure, you know, uh, a, a quim is as, as blind as a needle's fwenk.
0: Uh, like, this yes. ship wouldn't get us to s- s- I was about to say Scunthorpe <laughs> it wouldn't it wouldn't get him to Scunthorpe
1: uh, oh. <laughs> no but it's like they thought well these characters should speak in idioms but instead we'll just use existing idioms and replace oh, words yeah. with made up words oh god yeah. <sighs> oh, uh, well you know what they say uh, a rolling clent Gather is no ooh, ooh. So oh there you go. Uh, I also watched South Park uh Which was good Uh But I don't know what's up with Trey Parker All of the voices sound wrong
0: But <laughs> he's getting the old
1: The voices are all weird I know but in one year since last year Maybe he got COVID Oh, oh I don't know probably. I hope he's alright But seriously, the voices are, are all wrong it's, it's very strange It's as if they recast them. Uh, which ironically they're talking about doing for John DiMaggio for Bender in this
0: new Futurama series. Yeah, like I, I mean, this is a stupid question because it's like the the answer for why is everyone needs content, so everyone's bringing everything back. Who could I love Futurama? Who could possibly need more Futurama? It's been revived twice, and the last few weren't even that good. You know, like yeah. the, the I, I don't think Futurama was ever terrible, but the last se- the last season and a bit of the of the most recent revival it the was revival. the most it was the most middling. It, it's de- like all the last stuff is like bottom half of Futurama. Do like do we really need you know I saw a, 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 someone tweet that you know oh I, I'd enjoy more Futurama Bender's not that important I mean fuck off what? <laughs> that, that's outrageous and also Dimaggio isn't isn't central Like, fuck off again absolutely outrageous no um, yeah I I. That's that's. I was about to say that's odd. Again, it's not odd. It's every literally every entity is doing this, bringing back whatever they can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But just, I mean, it's such a dead horse. I mean, it's such. I'm a dead
1: just horse. holding out for the Cleveland Show revival. Oh my oh,
0: god. god! How is that not
1: happening? Hurry it up, boys! Get that Cleveland Show back. They still
0: make new Family Guy, right? <sighs> yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Uh, right. I was going to say, speaking of things from 2010, I think I was watching Cleveland Show when we. Mm. Started uh didn't last very long, thank god. Uh but yeah, that side of the Park was very good. Uh very, very good. And there was a very clever twist uh applied to a, a long running character that I, I thought was extremely clever. It was like it was like the um the uh Seymour Skinner uh Armin Tanzarian thing. Right. But but done in a clever, good way. Okay. And that's coming from someone who doesn't even hate that episode of Simpsons. No, to be honest. But I'll say no more than that. Anyway, that's what I watched this week. Alrighty. Oh, and one more thing. Sorry, Drag Race. Drag Race this week had the closest you get to do you know when they're building up to like a UFC fight and or or Mayweather <laughs> McGregor where they're like, I'm gonna fucking fucking knock your head off, mate. In this. Fight, we're gonna have like I'm gonna, like, or Dredger Taylor Sims. I'm gonna, I'm gonna him show hard. His children are gonna have headaches, you know. It was these two drag queens about they're gonna do their like lip sync dance against each other, <laughs> like shut your ass, bitch. I'm gonna beat <laughs> the dance floor. Oh, it
0: was great, very, very funny. I thought you were gonna say it actually turned into a fight, which is what I was hoping.
1: No, it was, it was uh, it, the fighting was done on the lip sync dance floor.
0: Okay. Uh, this week I we I keep meaning to get back to Yellow Jackets. We haven't watched any of that in the last week. I think we're going to get back to that after this after this podcast. In fact, uh, mm-hmm. all caught up on Euphoria, uh, which I think it's a very weird season. Not necessarily in an especially good or bad way. Um, I think it's a little less. How would you describe it? I think it's a little less point A to point B than I was perhaps uh, uh, thinking. Uh, There's not a lot of plot movement in it for a television show. It feels very, um, uh, I wish I had the vocabulary to describe what what it is. It's a little bit um, almost like, I suppose, novelized in in a kind of way in that it's Mm -hmm. kind of this sort of, it feels like long form stories that seem to just arbitrarily end at at, at certain. They end the episode when they run out of sixty minutes, but the, the the stories don't necessarily flow with the with the typical structure of a season of TV. If that makes sense, mm. um, uh, it's odd, and I think I like it. But it's it, there's also been not a lot of substance that has happened so far, um, uh, despite the fact that we're five episodes, six episodes in as of this week. Uh, but I'm liking it, and I thought the most recent recent episode was very good. Uh, Joe, are you caught up? And what are you what are you making of this this, this season?
2: Uh, no, I only watched the first two. Okay. Uh, with Michelle, and then we yeah gave up on that. Okay. Uh, Michelle was watching it. I'm, I'm yeah, no no interest. Okay. Uh, yeah, it's it, it's weird. Um,
0: uh, I think I think it is a very I think it is going very style heavy. Um, mm. Uh, and lots of um uh lots of kind of weird vignettes and uh um elaborate kind of music video style uh uh segments very very weird there's like a whole there's a whole uh, uh like segment of an episode where there's like a meta piece where like one of the characters is writing a play about about her sister's very dramatic life and then they they have like this 10 minute sequence where it's like a sort of mid-2000s mtv style reality show uh uh, uh where all the characters are playing with because it's very hard to describe it's just very very odd um uh in a way like i said I, I i don't know if i hate it but it's also it's it's very different from season one so i'm not i i i'm i'm i would be fascinated to see how the season concludes and see if there's uh uh a through line. Um, this may be not quite clear yet. Um, that's the only telly I've really been watching this week. Um, Joe, you been watching anything other than? Um, yeah, we discussed? A,
2: couple, a couple of shows. Um, we started a new show from Chris uh, Miller of Lord and Miller um, on Apple TV Plus called the After Party, uh, which is a murder mystery comedy show um it's got a quite interesting cast of uh, of actors so people you know sam sam Richardson, uh, zoe Chow, ben Schwartz, Ilana glazer um, and uh, the guy from staslets flats is in it as well he's playing an american which is very weird um so yeah quite interesting cast it's quite funny so it sort of tells this story of this mystery at a high a kind of high school reunion um, and you see a kind of different uh, different characters kind of tells their part of the story every week, and it's and each one's kind of done in a different style as well. So, uh, one week it might be more of a thriller, one week it's more of a comedy, one week it's more of a musical. So, kind of it's kind of interesting. I don't think it's like uh, hilarious to be honest, but it's it's kind of worth watching. So, um, thumbs sort up of in the middle, slightly up for for after party, but yeah, I'm kind of enjoying it. We've only seen sort of three or four episodes, but okay, yeah. It's 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 okay, it's okay. Like like a lot of stuff on Apple TV, it's like, yeah, I watch it, I love it. I watch it, oh, I love it. So that was good. And then on BBC, we watched a show called uh, Chloe, which stars uh, the actress that played Princess Anne in The Crown, who we who Michelle and I both really like. So we thought we give that show a go. So that's kind of another sort of mystery as well. It's a bit of a, a thriller about a uh, a woman who is obsessed with an influencer, and then the influencer gets m- dies mysteriously, mm. and she then kind of inveigles her way into the life of this influencer, getting to know her friends and her boyfriend and her kind of social circle, trying to partly figure out what happened, but also she's a bit of a kind of fraudster as well, so she kind of takes advantage of them. So, yeah, that's that's kind of interesting as as well, and she's a really good actress. I can't. I think Erin Doherty is uh, is the actress. She's really, really good. So, yeah, we're enjoying that as well. So, uh, a couple of of series on the go. So, yeah, that's it for TV.
0: That is it for television. We will jump in to the movie Goth this week. Uh, I saw one movie. Uh, Those of you who love these segments, don't worry. Barry's terrible cinema experiences. is back, baby. Hey. It's back. Right. Uh, I mean, more fool me. I mean, I, I I should start, you know, judging the patterns. I mean, opening night on a Friday, eight pm showing. You're gonna get you're gonna get trouble. Went to see that there, Uncharted. Mm-hmm. Um, a Ruben Fleischer joint. <laughs> um, he of Ooh, Venom. And, uh, a he of Venom and Zombieland fame. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, But listen, I have to admire him for like getting these films made. You know what I mean? Mm. Uncharted, Venom. I mean, they were entering decade two of being talked about, but not made. Uh, Anyway, uh, I went to the cinema, me and my friend. And about, uh, you know, there's there's like a lot of ads. For like an opening night, like big Tom Holland blockbuster thing, of course, you got like 20 minutes of ads. Despite there being 20 minutes of ads, uh, some people managed to come in still 10 minutes into the actual film. Um, oh. And they were on what I could only describe as some kind of like quadruple date. Uh, it looked like four, cu- four couples, uh, teens, uh, teens, early 20s. And they were being very rambunctious. They let me tell you, uh, they were having full blown conversations. Uh, uh, the girls were cackling uh, uh, like fucking, uh, I, I don't know, hens. Uh, uh, you know, full full pelt, just laughing like there were like this is the funniest thing they've ever seen at the conversation, not the film. They didn't know what the fuck was going on in the film. Um, uh, you know, very disrespectful to, to Mr. Wahlberg and Mr. Holland and Mr. Fleischer. Um, uh, they were going absolutely mental, playing voice notes on their phones, taking Snapchat, doing all this absolutely mental shit, throwing popcorn at each other at one site. that is very cute. Love that. Love a little bit of boisterousness on a date. Love that. Love that. Absolutely. Throw a little bit of popcorn at your lover, uh, you know, at your friends. Oh, they're sitting behind you. You're flinging it over your shoulder. It goes next to me. <laughs> Uh, just grace absolutely of that oh i should point out as well they were sitting right next to me so there was one vacant seat, uh and then the, the 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 gaggle of freaks uh so that happened and so i went up to go for a piss at one stage um just to just to get a bit of peace and quiet um and uh when i came back in i just tapped my friend on the shoulder and uh, it was a decently full cinema. I'd say more than half, which is pretty good. Um, they've marketed the shit out of this movie, despite it not looking especially good. Um, and I said, "Do you want to just go back up there? There is there is like almost a full row of empty seats that we can just take. We're not. I listen. I'm I'm a letter of the law. I take my assigned seat, but I'm like they're empty. <laughs> they're empty, and I'm not sitting next to this for the remainder of the film. And thankfully, because it was a big film, it was a big screen, and so when we sat near the back we could still they they were being dra- they were still a bit annoying but they were being drowned out by the film i when i was sitting next to them i literally could not hear what was what was being said cuz they were so loud and also obviously the focus required to try and watch a film when this is happening next to you absolutely insane um i think someone I, I, I think someone may have gotten up to squeal at some point because a staff member did come in uh, and then they stopped because they were being watched. <laughs> so love that. You're self-aware enough to know you shouldn't be doing it. So you stop when you're being watched. Staff member left and then they left like halfway through the film of their own volition. Uh, like, I guess I continue to be fascinated by the rationale of people who do this. Why do you drop money on this this activity that you can do for free, which is talk to each other, you can do that for free. Like I said, there was about eight of them. I was like, you dropped, you dropped. So what? Eighty quids collectively as a group, plus sweets to to watch the bones of forty minutes of a film I, in the dark. Like I just don't get it. Anyway, absolutely fucking insane. Uh, once I once we got to the back, we were able to properly appreciate the art, um, which we were all there to appreciate. And honestly, I mean, perhaps this was perhaps this is an easy grading on my part. I thought Uncharted was like fine. I thought it was the exact movie you could picture in your head uh, uh, when, if you've seen any of the trailers or are broadly aware of what it's supposed to be. Uh, mm-hmm. As most people have pointed out from day one, I don't think it's especially good casting. Tom Holland, I'm sorry, has too much of a baby face. To play this character, he's also a lot of people say, "Oh well, no, he's he's playing young Nathan Drake. He's not. He's 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 playing Nathan Drake in his twenties, because there's even there's even a flashback to when because uh, they take certain elements from Uncharted Four. The the brother is a big character mm. in the movie." Uh, And the stuff from the orphanage. So they have flashbacks to when he's 10. And obviously they have a separate child actor to play Nathan Drake when he's 10. And so you're just supposed to. And then it flashes forward 15 years. And so like, okay, so I'm supposed to believe he's a 25 year old. And I'm sorry, Tom Holland, I don't. He's quite jacked in this movie. But it doesn't change the fact that there's a reason he can play teenage Spider-Man. Because he looks like a fucking teenager, uh, so that doesn't work. And of course, like the least charming man on the face of the planet, Mark Wahlberg is not a good Sully. Um, uh, <laughs> I, I, I said on my, my my letterbox review, these are not very difficult or sacred characters. They're not very unique. They're literally just the, they're the typical odd couple, buddy cop, adventurer uh, uh, archetypes. So it's not that they're especially sacred. It's just that Mark Wahlberg is not that guy to do the charming older. Uh, um, uh, roguish uh, uh, adventurer character. He just doesn't have it in him to pull it off. Um, uh, so that drags the film down to the point that you can't really call it anything other than fine, but I do think it's fine. I think the action is okay. I think the effects are okay. There are some mild laughs. They The rest of the casting is actually okay. The girl, that, I don't know her name, but the girl they got to play, Chloe, is good. Uh, Antonio Banderas is the bad guy. He is good um uh they jet set they go to different locations they they do the uncharted thing uh it is it is fine it is completely forgettable i will i when they presumably do make a second one i will probably go to it and i imagine it would be fine as well you know it's it's that um so yeah uh very forgettable um but an okay film for for what it is um yeah, and that's about it. Uh, oh, and they also uh, one interesting creative choice they did they did do really appreciate this. Uh, they didn't use the really good uncharted music from the games. No, don't mind that. They slapped the generic uh, back music they put in every action movie these days, uh, just generic shit in the background. Love that. That's great. Don't don't use don't don't use that great score from the actual license you're making into a film. Forget that. They they don't even use the like main theme. But they, I think they use it at the end when like I think when they segue to the credits do you know what i mean it's like no, well, leaving the cinema i think i think i think in the big in the big climactic action scene i do think tom holland swings in like on a on a rope or a grappling on hook or a something. web i know <laughs> no um, on a on a, a, a nathan drake style grappling hook swing and they play like a version of it it's not it's like it's not just the theme and that's about it. the rest of it is all like that's that's one thing that's just dead in modern blockbusters is uh, having in any way if it's not christopher nolan ringing up hans uh uh, i've got another movie deal mate i'll see you at the studio uh if it's not those two there's no good music there's no good original scores in like popular action blockbusters um and this is a this is another one um and all the marvel movies tell Tell me one tell me one go on ironic it's not a film well then, you don't
1: have a counter. <laughs> right, sir. I will say I, just to go back to what we said earlier. The one good thing about the Boba Fett series was the music. Yeah, the music's excellent. Okay, whoever whoever did it's some. Uh, I forget the guy guy's name. But he he is good. He does do movies as well. But the movie in Bo- the music in Boba Fett was great.
0: Um, but yeah, that's uncharted. It's 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 in the upper echelon of the very low bar of of video game movies. Um, Right. obviously. Um, but yeah, um, and that's all I've seen this week.
2: All right, Joe, over to you. I, I got a couple of movies. So, um, watched the, one of the big Oscar movies this year, the tragedy of Macbeth,
0: mm-hmm.
2: um, with, uh, so who is it Joel Cohen or Ethan Cohen? Joel, Joel, Joel. Joel Cohen. Yeah. Uh, with Mr. Denzel Washington as, as King Macbeth. um, and it's, I mean, it's Shakespeare, you know, you know, you know what you're yeah. going to get. It's pretty good. Pretty good screenplay uh, by old Mr. <laughs> Shakespeare.
0: Um, well done, Bill. What,
2: well done. What I liked, first of all, what I liked is it's an hour and 45 minutes long. Mm. So just, you know, if if old Billy Shakespeare can knock out the tragedy of Macbeth in five acts in an hour and 45 minutes, then Marvel should not be going over two hours. That's my first point. Um, They did. It was pretty faithful to the play as well. They did cut out a fair few scenes, I think just for length, but uh, otherwise it's pretty faithful to the actual original uh, text of Macbeth. Um, Acting's really, really good. And as Barry reviewed it, I think it was last week or week before, but yeah, really kind of interesting sort of art direction as well. Um, Very stark, black and white, all filmed on a soundstage, no kind of location shooting. It was... Yeah, very kind of artsy. In a way, it could almost, if it didn't, if it wasn't done well, it could border on one of those kind of trendy looking adverts from the nineties, uh, where everything's just in sort of black and white, and looks a bit poncy. But they, it was, it was absolutely, you know, on the on the good side of that, um, where the um, the very kind of stripped back look kind of just enhanced like the performances, uh, and then and the dialogue and they kind of important things and some very kind of interesting creative choices, like with the three witches and yeah, the way they, the way they kind of manifested some of the key moments from Macbeth as well. So, um, yeah, really, really good. It's yeah. Can't say much more about that. Mm. Um, and the other film I watched, uh, one I've been wanting to watch for a long time, um, based off of, a, the red letter media review and also Barry's review of it was sensor. um, british horror film which is set in the rotten little days of thatcher's britain uh, <laughs> 1985 everything's horrible uh, just people smoking <laughs> chipped, chipped teacups brown furniture seedy little men it's just horrible horrible world uh, and the, the lead character works for the the British board of Film classification which is the the film censor in Britain that reviews basically everything that that's released um they have to review and sort of negotiate you know edits and and certification um I mean I think you know Barry would have gone into the plot when he reviewed it but it's 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 essentially it's a horror it's a bit of a mystery but it kind of blends the material that the censor is reviewing with the actual material of the film very kind of cleverly. And I thought it was great. I thought it was a gem. Um, first time director and writer, yeah. uh, so as a Welsh director, um, she's did a fantastic job. And I was really drawn into the to the lead, the lead actress and her character. Um, I kind of liked where it went. I thought it wasn't one of those sort of flat endings where it doesn't give you enough but also doesn't spell things out for you um yeah i thought it was really really good it's, it's definitely one of my top five films of 2021 having watched it now Brilliant. um wow. there with green night and uh licorice pizza and last night in soho so yeah um really really good paul watch it think, yeah get that one like i think you'll like it okay looks fantastic, because well. it's just got a really interesting look to it as well.
0: It really does. I mean, nowhere, nowhere scarier to live than 1980s Britain, I think, is the is the. Is the
1: I need to watch Tragedy of Macbeth as well. Yes. Because I, I think this year, I haven't put it in concrete yet, I think this year is going to be my return to watching all the Oscar films. Maybe. Wait,
0: wait when, did you, when did you stop? Two years, really? I haven't, I haven't done it for the last two years. Wow.
1: Since the COVID started and the Oscars basically were... We're not really the Oscars.
0: Well, I, I, I started, I started, uh, you know, that I watched Spider-Man. Uh, how many, <laughs> how many is that up for? Uh, uh, one, I think. <laughs> yeah. And Here's it's like, and it doesn't even deserve to win that. It's this, it's like, it's so funny because it's just like, everyone's, everyone's, like, well, not everyone. A, a, a section of freaks. Are, are, are demanding it It got more awards other than visual effects Like it doesn't even deserve to win visual effects So it do- it doesn't get the Shitty little blockbuster award Because yeah. like because Dune is definitely Winning that because it's the only one that actually looks good On the list
1: <laughs> I love yeah to talk about the like m- Best popular film They have that already it's called best visual effects it's cool.
2: Yeah it's <laughs> called the box office Yeah
0: yeah 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 It
2: yeah. <laughs> made 800 million dollars in America
0: didn't they didn't they announce and then walk back a popular award or some shit like that? that I don't lock? think they ever announced that. I think it was just because it was rumors. It. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um but yeah, free guy got a nomination for best digital effects. Oh my One god. One of the most that visually film repugnant films you would ever <laughs> fucking lay your eyes on. Absolutely fucking it imagine is like imagine if Fortnite had less artistic value and we make that into a film. <laughs> Oh my yeah. god! Absolute drizzling shit. Shang Chi as well. I like that film. Fucking hell! What visuals are you giving an award in that? Oh my god! Fucking Christ!
3: <laughs>
1: anyway, I don't watch those movies. I, 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 I've seen most of them. I've seen all of them already. But um, I have seen. I watched a movie this week. I watched uh, the new Steven Soderbergh film. Okay. Uh, it's called Kimmy, and it's exclusively brought to you by hbo max Ooh. so you will need a hbo max subscription to watch this film uh such as i have um so kimmy tells the story of uh, an agoraphobic um tech worker and you know, I I, I can relate immediately because I, I as we as I talked about before, I went through my my bout of severe agoraphobia in my teens. Um, she's agoraphobic. She's germ germ It also hints at, um, and you know, obviously being a twenty, it's a twenty twenty two release, so mm-hmm. it, there there are heavy references to COVID, the pandemic, lockdowns. Uh, she's a tech worker. She, she works for a company. Uh who produce an Alexa or, you know, variant. Right. Uh, a little desktop um, speaker, interactive speaker that, you know, uh, call, called Kimmy, the titular Kimmy. So you say, Kimmy, and they say, I'm here. And then you give your command. So she works for this company. Uh, and what her job is specifically is listening into, um. Commands given to the Kimi worldwide, they get logged. The ones that the Kimi wasn't able to properly understand, and so this company employs people to like listen to those and put in the data what it, what the, what the person was saying, so they can better understand uh, going forward. So it's not like the Kimmy infrastructure is not automated. It's it's improved by people who they employ to listen to it. Right. right. Um, she never leaves her apartment. She has a very insular, isolated life, living in this uh, apartment on her own. She interacts with people she can see, like from her window. She looks, she looks into a, an apartment below and across the street. She interacts with that guy. She's like texting him and so on. There's a guy in the apartment above who watches her. So there's like a watching the person who's watching the person right. watching the person. Element of rear window. The, the film ultimately doesn't go in that uh, direction, but gives you that kind of feel of like these people are all have very separate lives and yet are connected. Uh, In a in a a kind of distant way, the the where the film gets going is when when uh, Angela, played by excellently by Zoe Kravitz, um, she hears on one of the logs something that she might not have been supposed to hear, and I I won't mention any more plot wise Mm -hmm. than that. Okay. Um. So generally, the film is great. Okay, I think I I went a seven. I think on. Theletterbox.com. It's great. It's a great film. It looks fantastic. Steven Soderbergh has always been a very hands-on director. I know he's like I forget the name of the film is like, like he made he makes films entirely on like iPhones, and this film has a very kinetic movement to the way it's shot. Zoe Kravitz is like excellent in it. Really, really great performance. Um, and the plot is very interesting in where it goes while it doesn't make any points about big tech that haven't been made endlessly before right the way it integrates them in the story is really well done and really interesting um because the film is for all and purposes like a psychological thriller okay which borders at, at times on feeling like uh an elevated like exploitation film um The only negatives I would say that kind of knocked it down a few scores for me were they weirdly, they play on the fact that Angela, the Zoe Kravitz character, went through some trauma, which has led her directly to this, like, agoraphobic, insular life, right? Right. But then she's also portrayed as just being, like, mean and rude to people in a way that felt, like, lazy or lazily explained by oh well she had this tra- trauma before so she has she has she goes to like therapy but she's like really mean to the therapist in like a rude asshole way and then she she like calls her mother and immediately she's arguing with her and she's short and mean to her which make the character feel very unsympathetic for where the film ult- ultimately then goes it feels like half after half an hour they just forget that she had been very uh like asocial in a rude way and then she's just ultimately sympathetic for the rest of the film so that didn't quite work for me uh and also where the film goes in the very very end wasn't exactly the direction i'd hoped either which is just to do with my own personal preferences but i i thought the way they wrapped it up ultimately wasn't super satisfying but overall very very good uh it's only 89 minutes as well lovely so even shorter uh, than Tragedy of Macbeth. And uh, yeah, if you have access to HBO Max or <laughs> the alternate Internet. accesses, uh, I would I would recommend it. Um, I like S- Soderbergh a lot. And I think even though parts of it didn't jive with my tastes entirely, I still thought it was well worth a watch. And Zoe Crowds is really fucking good at it. Okay. So that's called Kimmy. Kimmy K-I-M-I. nice
0: uh, that is movie off For the week uh, We will transition here Into the game Guff uh, Paul Of mm. course you watched the Nintendo Direct Yes uh, Oh baby How hyped are you for them Xenoblades uh, I've, they do, They've done me again Barry. They did it to me again <laughs> <laughs> uh, I Listen It's one of those things that if they make a big hullabaloo about Xenoblades, I'm like, okay, fine. This is one of those things that I just don't get. They're a Japanese company. It's massive in Japan. It has a following in the West as well. That's fine. Not my thing. Whatever. But to put it on last on this direct where they announced so much other stuff to treat it as the main event I was legitimately thinking I was like well it has to be Zelda it has to be Zelda they have to be they have to be doing a Zelda announcement that's the only thing they're bringing back a Mario strikers they did the earthbound thing fucking they showed splatoon 3 they they did all this some no man's sky the full updated version coming to switch all that stuff I was like it's either or they're bringing or bayonetta 3 is finally resurfacing I don't know no Xenoblades, I don't even know what number it is, three, four, three. whatever, three. three, like, oh my god, they are so funny. I mean, look, I get, if Nintendo
1: make a big deal about Xenoblade, maybe it makes it a bigger deal in in people like us, our right. eyes, you know. Uh, the problem isn't so much that this direct was bad, because I don't think it was, but just specifically that there was nothing really that I was interested in. Either it was stuff that I had already played, that I won't play again, or the new stuff xenoblade as you said and the thing with xenoblade is they, the the first clip they showed fucking looked like zelda yeah it looked like, a, <laughs> and zelda, yeah. looked like zelda and then they're like uh, uh, you thought we fooled you it's the xenoblade Chronicle." Who fucking care about xenoblade yeah um but yeah i mean look there was cool stuff on there i th- I, I have no interest in it but i thought the 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 long awaited sequel the long overdue sequel to wii sports yes uh it's yes. finally here uh Nintendo Switch Sports, where you can put a little uh, Velcro strap on your leg and do a little leg movement. You can kick a goal in soccer. Oh, it's tremendous. Yeah. who have we thought about this before? It's... I will never in my life do that.
0: I don't know. I'm kind of tempted by it. I'm not kind of tempted it's, by it.
1: It's, it's like, okay, we're going to make a, a Wii Sports sequel, but the, the, the novelty of waggle controls are long gone. So what can we do? Uh, nine variations of tennis games. Yeah, you got tennis, you got volleyball, badminton. Like, uh, yeah, come on, it's just tennis again. You're you're not giving us games, six games. You're giving us two games, uh, bowling again. Uh, literally, just bowling again, and golf, but not at launch. Later.
0: Yeah, that was weird. Yeah, um, I did think it was cool that they're finally bringing back Mario Strikers.
1: Um, I never play the first one, so I don't have any great I,
0: I didn't play much of it, but I did play a bit of it, and I liked it. And my, I, I just, I want, I want the return of the goofy sports game. That's all I want. Yeah. I want, I want FIFA Street. I want NBA Street. I want Def Jam. I want Mario Strikers. I want every, every. What if we took sports and like made them fun? I want all of those back. Um, yeah. My only, my only hesitation is that, and I have touched neither of them. But the last two Mario sports games have not been very well received, unfortunately. Correct. Uh, and I thought that golf one looked great in the in all the directs. Yeah. And then it came out and I have a friend of mine who 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 takes I certainly tried he hated it. He hated it. He said it was so bad. Uh, and the tennis was just seemed to be very lukewarm reception on that. Uh, so yeah, you know, that, that 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 was literally what I thought when I was watching. I was like, well, I I might yeah. I might, you know, uh, lower my, my expectations a teensy bit. But um yeah, I'm trying to think what else was there on there. The the, the Mario uh, Kart DLC n- is interesting.
1: Yeah, I mean I would rather that they just made new courses instead of constantly like remaking courses from the old games. I it's I've played Wars, all the old games Star Wars
2: already. Star syndrome. Just bring back it it is yeah Yeah, that's actually yeah that's very true yeah
0: coconut mall from Mario Kart Wii (laughs) I didn't even like Mario Kart Wii in the first place one of them one of them is or or there's probably multiple but there's a couple from the phone game yeah Uh, three
1: of the first eight courses are from the phone game which no I'm I'm the opposite on that at least I haven't played them before that's true at least they're new to me yeah um like the Wii and and the weird one is like the GameCube and the Wii courses right because when you have the super nintendo nes or not nes super nintendo n64 gba it's easier to reinvent those in a, in the 3d space and integrate the mario kart 8 like anti-grav yeah stuff too coconut mall on, on the wii looks to be just the coconut Mall level and there's no mario kart 8 ism uh Associated to, it. I don't understand how, why they're doing it that way. Now I'll get it. I I, I definitely want to have a version of America that's got ninety six tracks. That sounds yeah,
0: great. Yeah, and it's like it's like twenty five quid for for the package, which is pretty good. Uh, and so they're I, rolling them I out just, until the end of next year, which I, I also think is cool. Yeah.
1: I just wish it was it was not. 48 old tracks remastered. Yeah. Maybe something like 24 old tracks and 24 brand new tracks from other Nintendo properties you love and da 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 da, da or something, you know. Um I, I'm very interested to play Mario Kart with like that's like the perfect party game, right? We have uh I have it on my Switch, we have two pro, pro controllers, we'll get a three player Mario Kart going, 96 tracks, just put it on random, and you've it's like the best, right? But uh like I said, I I I wish there there was a bit more. Like I, you know, do we feel disappointed the fact there's not Mario Kart Eight it means that Mario Kart Nine is not coming anytime soon. So I wish there was something new to it that I haven't experienced already. But that's where the tour tracks would be. And also, I saw Joe reacting to a little two pack that's coming to Nintendo Switch this year: Portal.
2: Oh, portal 2 yeah baby yeah i've bought it before and i've beaten it twice but i'll buy it again baby <laughs> give me a give me this shit again Only you know
0: is for switch so far
1: weirdly mm-hmm.
0: uh yeah i guess uh, that's yeah that's odd uh, i guess because it's
1: not a remaster per se or at least it didn't give off the impression of being like a a fully updated one.
0: No, yeah, they, 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 and they would, they would have said if it's like, oh, we're we're bringing it, we're doing this, that, and the other two it. I imagine to get it running on a switch, it's probably just the games. That that was the funny thing as well. I I, I was what because I I streamed this and so I had it on the big telly. I tend to watch these things on my phone or my tablet, but watching it on the big telly. It was funny when they were showing stuff like like No Man's Sky. Uh, all I could think was, "Well, this is definitely the actual Switch version because it doesn't look very good." <laughs> and yeah. it's like Assassin's it...
1: Creed as well had
0: like Ass- slowdown. Assassin's Creed, everything, everything, sort of further than about twenty feet from the main character looked like a little sixteen bit man. Uh, the the like like it's one of those ones where it's like at the end of the day having it portable is cool like that's good, but Woof. it looked bad and No Man's Sky li- did look bad but it's also it's on a small screen it's portable like whatever yeah,
1: you'll have it'll be portable
0: oh terrible <laughs>
1: which to be fair Portal One and Two on Switch does sound
0: like a it does sound great. Fun. I've also never beaten Port. I've never played Portal Two. You've, yeah, I heard. I, I actually
1: saw you mention that on your stream. Yeah, Still, Paul Griffin was hiding there. Barry never played Portal Two. Yeah,
0: Maybe that's either. that is that is a big. That's uh, outrageous. I would admit that. I know. And also,
1: issue. this is uh, this is the first ever Valve release on a Nintendo console.
0: Wow, really?
1: They've never brought a game out to Nintendo before. Uh, so yeah, Barry, that's your opportunity for Portal. Just play Portal 1 again.
0: This I'll, I'll game replay game. Portal 1. Portal I would absolutely, yeah, I would replay Portal 1 100%.
1: Portal 2 is, you, you might have heard this, It's
0: fucking brilliant. Yeah. <laughs> one of, literally one of the best games I've ever. Played. Yeah, I can see that. Um, So that was the direct... I thought it was good. And it was 40 minutes. Yeah. And a recurring trend for Nintendo, to their credit, is with the exception of stuff like Bayonetta and Zelda, most of the stuff they show, they're like... It's out in it's out in the next six months. Tends to be their thing, mm-hmm. um, There was Something they they said for March, and I can't remember what it was. Oh, Kirby! Kirby looked great. Yeah, Kirby, uh, Kirby. Yeah, he just sucking everyone he sees. Um, <laughs> Jesus, that's why, That's why everyone likes him. <laughs> um, but uh, the thing with the
1: Kirby games, though, is that they they usually are extremely easy yeah that's the one drawback they they're, they're a little bit of the um like Spyro the dragon wheelhouse of like first game first game for babies
0: yeah I mean I, but I, that's kind of what put me off like especially because at Nintendo prices that's what put me off buying like all those woolly games like, they look really nice but like it's a 2d platformer that I know is for babies. Uh, and it, you know, I I don't know if I want to plop down money to play through that. Whereas this, at least, it looks like even if it's still easy, it looks like there's more going on. Do you know what I mean in yeah. it? Um, so we'll see. We'll see. I I thought that was quite impressive. Um, so yeah. Uh, aside from watching Nintendo Direct, what have you been playing this week? Well, I I
1: started playing Control last week, and I beat it. You blitzed it. You blitzed
0: it, and not, and not a, a penny pain. from
1: your bank account to to play it. Zero Europeans were passed from one hand to another i thought i loved it i absolutely loved it very uh gave me the same vibes when i watched Coraline for the first time that's um, a comparison
0: i haven't heard that's interesting Of
1: going on a little adventure into a house and meeting some crazy people along the way and different different li- like it's, it's one building but it's like five different worlds all encapsulated in this one structure um yeah i really really loved it uh, played great. Uh, I didn't have any performance issues while I was playing. I will say it crashed completely four times. Really? Really? Yeah. yeah. Like I got Xbox uh, video graphics card error or something. And it just are you're, like,
0: you're playing like the normal version on a Series S. On a, on a Series S. And it cra- That's completely terrible. crashed
1: four That's times. Terrible. Uh Usually it would crash... Just in case people are going to be playing it in the next two days, uh, going into like you know where you see like your collectibles. Yes, yeah. that's what, that's where it would crash. Because I'm I'm a little bit like I don't want to have any red exclamation points. I want to have everything seen so that I have a nice clean menu. That's where it would crash. But no, I loved it. I loved it a lot. It's it, it was a little bit. Maybe, maybe Alice in Wonderland is a better uh, representation of, of the feeling because I guess Coraline is is, is kind of. Uh, a, a, a modern take, yeah. in a sense, on Anna, on Lewis Carroll's Alice uh, in so Wonderland. Um, obviously, I think some of the criticisms I have have been have been made before. I don't think I've any any hot takes on it. The dialogue is is I don't want to say overwrought at times, but it's it's more often
0: it's than mostly not. overwrought.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Hmm. Let me think to myself uh, what I'm thinking, and you, the audience can hear it and know what I'm thinking so that's it's know v- it's thinking.
0: it's very much a, a a tone and style and and place and high concept rather than great characters or, or anything along those lines yeah. um yeah definitely
1: and then you know you finally make it no spoilers obviously but uh early on in my exploration because I just spent time like just exploring Uh, I I stumbled across the ashtray maze and Mm -hmm. I I spent a good half an hour just going around circles trying to figure it out. (laughs) Uh, And then on mission nine, you you finally come back. And and it actually made the moment feel even more special because I had stumbled across it. Yes, totally. Mission nine, you finally come back to the ashtray maze. One of the absolute most fun missions Uh, i've ever played in any game wow uh uh you get a a cornball wwf forcible entry song starts playing (laughs) take control and i was like oh here we fucking go and it was brilliant uh and then and then the credits roll and i was like oh what a what a fucking last mission that was uh Oh, but was it the real credits? Oh no, there's a there's a last boring mission you actually have to do. Yeah. Where you just fight you just fight waves of enemies in a big red level. And I was like, oh, they should have just ended it on the really fun level. Yeah. Uh, because what comes next feels like a huge anticlimax and isn't fun. Uh and and while the world is really well put together, uh, the story is like absolute nonsense. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't really care about like, there's a point you reach where it's a bit like Halo, where you're like, right, I'm just going to sit through this cutscene so I can get yeah. to the... Yeah,
0: the dynamic, with the main character and her brother, it's just like, it's yeah, not yeah. interesting at all. Um, yeah. The- but yeah, loved it. Very happy. Very happy I got to it.
1: Um, I would give it the highest of high recommendations.
0: Yeah. Um, some that of the was, best, some of the best collect, readable collectibles uh, in in any game.
1: Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. I loved the the collecting. Although I, I I still think that it throws way too many like mods. I think it calls it like the the add on for your gun and the add on for you. Um, I think there's still way too much of that. For you only get three slots, so it doesn't actually encourage you to like play around with different combinations or anything.
0: Yeah. Um.
1: So yeah, that was control. Uh Barry, you're gonna be very happy to hear that I've started playing a game that you hate. Go on. <laughs> Metroid Dread. I started yeah. playing. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm still very early into it. Um I just got uh I just ran away from my second robot, right. scary robot man. Right. And already there are lots of controls for you to remember. Uh so left Z L they call it L two. Yes. Doesn't. Yeah. That's for you to slide underneath things. L one is to aim. R one is to use your
2: missiles. Yes. Yeah. You press-
1: why or... Uh. So, as early in as I am, I'm already like, oh, I keep pressing R1 to aim instead of L1. And, no,
0: oh, oh. and you don't even have the morph ball yet. You don't have the grappling hook. You don't have no. any of that stuff. Uh, I don't even have the charge beam yet. I
1: think that's like the first you, thing. you get.
0: Well, the, at least the upgrades to your actual laser are fine because it's literally it's the, yeah, same, it's button. the same button. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, you don't have... Oh, one of the most annoying to activate power-ups i've ever had in any game you don't have the super fast run thingy yet oh my jesus that is absolutely painful painful and also if you want to talk about like a game with a bad story like like i and it's not what people come to metroid for god every 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 time i can't skip fast enough every time you get to anything that talks i'm just like fucking shut the (laughs) fuck up Um, i mean
1: it definitely yeah the the, as someone who's played only super metroid i haven't played um fusion which is the one that comes between super metroid and this one story wise um it's such an exposition dump at the beginning it's like uh we're gonna assume you've never played metroid fusion so here's everything you need to know just to kind of take you up to speed um yeah and even uh i'm not a huge fan of the art style um I, lo- I love Super Metroid. Uh, first of all, I I think that Super Metroid is one of- one of the best Super Nintendo games, if not the best. But the pixel art style lends a lot to the atmosphere of the game. I think Metroid Dread just kind of looks a bit too clean for for the
0: atmosphere that it's trying yeah. to go across.
1: Maybe I'm just like too early into it, but. That's the initial feeling I get having only played Super Metroid before.
0: Th- that's that's another thing that like was driving me mental when people were just falling over themselves to say this is like one of the best games of the year. Controls were my main thing. Fair enough, but I'm also like I just I don't think it looks or sounds that good either. Like I think it looks very, it's like. Uh, this is one of those things where I do kind of feel like because it's, there's not many properties I have this with, but this is one of those things where like, oh, is it because I have no nostalgia for it that I can see it? Because I, I look at this and I'm just like, if this didn't have Samus in it, I don't think anyone would look at this as an especially nice or looking or sounding sci-fi thing. Mm. I think it's the most generic. I don't like the enemy designs. I think the levels all just kind of look like they don't look bad. I wouldn't go as far as to say they're bad. Mm. But they, I, I, I certainly don't think they pop. Uh, 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 or or have any kind of uniqueness about
1: them. Yeah, I I mean, I don't have any nostalgia either, really, because I only played Super Metroid on the SNES Mini for the first time. Right. Um, But that game is still great. And I think, yeah, I mean, uh, the criticisms you have, I I also have so far. It hasn't really impacted my enjoyment yet. But I can see where you're coming from with regards to all of those. Um, And also, I've been playing a little game called Donut County.
0: Now that's A video game.
1: (laughs) Which is is my... I call it my in-between game, but really it's my... I come upstairs, and I just want to sit and play for literally five minutes. So I'll sit there and turn on the Xbox. I'll play one level of Donut County, which takes not even five minutes. And then I'll just turn off the Xbox, and that's my little fix. Uh, So I think I'm like eight levels in. I think it's about 25 levels in total. So I'm about a third of the way through it it's very fun similar to metroid barry couldn't give a fuck about the story yeah uh but let me be a whole going num 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 and eating up everything in the world love it (laughs) oh there's little snakes oh no snake yum 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 (laughs) it's great it is great yeah yeah
0: i love it i love it that's what i've been playing that's what you've been playing. Uh, sticking on the the Nintendo racket there with with uh, uh, Metroid. I am um, nearly finished the very first Castlevania game, uh, which I had on never the played. NES. Uh, yes, yeah. Wow, uh, which I never played before. Um, yeah. I've never played any Castlevania game before, so neither. The only one I've ever played is the '64 one, which is obviously not um uh very well not really up. a Castlevania. Show. Yeah, yeah. So I so when I when I got that emulator, I was like, okay, this is a series that's a gap for me, so I'll go. I'll run through it. Um, it's it looks and sounds really good for its era. Um, uh, you know, I think the music is actually fantastic. Uh, right. The 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 graphics are yeah it, I I don't think eight bit stuff. It's funny that there's so much like indie games now that homage eight bit stuff. But when you go back and actually play eight bit stuff, it's like you guys have way more. Even, no matter how much you try and emulate it, actual eight bit games were very limited uh but i still think castlevania is pretty good looking for for one of them mm. um and you know it's i think it's interesting for being a bit of a hard game it is hard but it, it, it it's hard in a kind of a little bit of a cheap way it has that classic 8-bit thing where when you get hit by an enemy you get this massive knockback and you constantly fall into pits and die okay um sure. uh there's you know there's enemies kind of uh uh uh, appearing just, just kind of on the edge of the screen when you're near there, little things like that. Uh, your movement is very rigid, like the uh, the Medusa head enemies. They move in this very smooth S like motion. It flows really well, but your jump is this really stiff kind of like you have one jumping arc. Do you know what I mean? Like you don't. There's no nuance to it. It just. It definitely feels its age, but I'm actually really liking it. Um, again, I'm emulating it, so there's been a little bit of rewinding going on, and a little bit of save stating to, to ease my issues. A lot of those knockbacks where I fall down a hole, I'm like, right, well, I'll just do that again. Let's not, let's not. I'm not loading, yeah. I'm not loading back up. I'm not. Uh, so, um, uh, so that's that's been fun. I haven't be, I haven't beaten it yet, but it's only a couple of hours long. Um, I've beaten th- I, 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 either two bosses or three. One of them I couldn't tell if it was like a sub boss or a real boss, but I've beaten oh. a couple of bosses. It's uh, you know. It's okay. It's okay for something of its age, and I can imagine how it would have been mind-blowing at the time.
1: Yeah, I mean, Symphony of the Night is one of my big gaming blind spots.
0: Yeah. But I do want to get to eventually. I, I, I remember when I bought the PlayStation Classic, I put that on there, and I never got around to it. So so now I'm kind of thinking I'll work my way up to it um, uh, and play the older ones. <laughs> uh, and other than that, I have been playing an absolute shit-ton of Sifu um, on the PS5. Uh, that is a game that is it's very early, but that is really in the front-runner for my, my game of the year so far. Uh,
1: it's about, like, prawns and shellfish and stuff, isn't
0: it? Oh, God. Oh, God. I don't even want to talk about it anymore now. That's so bad. <laughs> God. Oh. Stinky. Stinky. <laughs> uh, anyway. Sifu is an action game in in the purest sense of, of the word. And Paul's still cracking up at his bad joke. Sorry, God. Uh but it's uh, it, it's uh, an action game in the purest sense of the word because there is there's a there's a lot of different things about it, a lot of different mechanics and a lot of you know even X pieces and all this, but in terms of the actual gameplay all you do is walk through a level and fight people. There is no puzzle solving, there is no platforming. There's a very basic, like every game seems to have these days. There's a very basic dialogue choice thing that doesn't actually change anything. It's literally just pick your badass line to say type thing. Mm-hmm. You just fight people in this game. That's all you do. Uh, and it's uh, obviously it's got a lot of inspiration from from like you know Hong Kong cinema and and uh, any other kind of stylized martial arts film that you care to mention. Uh, it will it will scratch your your raid or john wick or or any film of that it'll it'll scratch that itch for you big time um because like the animations in this game are so unbelievably good the the sound the 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 animations it all just looks and feels tremendous the other thing about this game is that it is absolutely fucking hard as balls um and it is incredibly punishing this is I know it's such an obvious comparison, but it really is of the soul's vein where it's like, you no, know, you have to pay attention. You have to learn the mechanics. The first level, you can kind of, I wouldn't say you could button mash, but you can kind of cheese through to a certain degree. Uh, uh, you have a block, you have a parry, obviously, which is just a well-timed block, and you have ducking. Um, and, I, I was struggling early on to get to grips with the ducking. So it's basically, it's literally just when a character does a high attack, you can press L1 and down to duck, whereas just holding L1 is a block. So I was like, well, I'm just going to, I'll just block. I don't, why, why bother ne- trying to time the, the duck when the block works just as well? That got me through level one. And like, and uh, this seems to be like the consensus online as well. Level two is like, okay, no, fuck you. You have to learn these mechanics, or you're not seeing the rest of this game. We gave you one level that you could get through being a little bit cheeky and a little bit cheap, but you will learn these mechanics, or you will never see anything past the second boss. Uh, because characters, you have a, uh, you have a like. Um, what do they call? What they generally call? Like you have like a, a stagger meter, basically at the bottom, which is basically if right. you if you block forever, but you take endless hits, eventually your guard will break, and then you're opened up to attacks. Uh, so so the game fairly early on is like, no, this is a game of paying attention, learning your enemy's attack patterns, and using the mechanics. You have to use every single mechanic in the game. There's no button mashing. There's no forcing your way through it. And so it has been very rewarding uh, uh, to actually get to grips with that stuff. I did I streamed a teeny bit of it there last week after I played some Hitman. I got like 20 minutes in, and I kind of said that... I was, So I was stuck on level 2 at that stage, and I kind of said, I was like, I will either figure this out, and I will love it, or maybe this is just a wall I will hit, and I just won't see any more of it. It's, it's going to go one of two ways, and I got through it, and now I can't wait to play more of it. It's all I'm doing in my spare time is playing it. Um... I kind of thought early on when I was playing it, I was like, if this game was easier, it would probably be the biggest game in the world because the animations look incredible. There's a nightclub scene in, in, in the second level and you are just, you're doing all this incredible, like it does remind me a lot of the raid. You're just, you're blocking everyone's attacks. You're kicking their You're, kicking them they're going flying through tables you can uh there you can you can un, you can unlock an ability where someone will fling a bottle at you like a bottle of wine from a, a nightclub table you can unlock ability to catch it midair and fling it back at them you're feeling like a like a badass and and i was just kind of thinking if this game was easier it would probably be very popular but the power fantasy and the the gratifying feeling of pulling up all those moves is it actually marries quite well with learning the mechanics because I'm finding that I'm feeling even more kind of excited to dodge and weave and Bob and perfectly parry enemy attacks. If you know what I mean? Mm. uh, So that it's, it's actually remaining gratifying as I go through it. I'm loving it. I'm absolutely loving it. It's absolutely, it's definitely a challenge. It's probably going to be a bit intimidating. um, uh, But I would, I would definitely recommend it to anyone who likes action movies in particular, uh, to give it a go. It's a game I wish there was a demo of. This is I was I was talking to a friend of mine who watched the stream and he was like, I just it just seems like it's something I would bounce off very quickly. And I was like, yeah, but I wish you could play it and just feel it and see for yourself, oh, this is actually class. Um but uh no such luck. Does not have a demo. But uh yeah that's Sifu. I'm currently on So I'm on level four, but so basically it has this, there's a plot device where basically when your character dies, they get back up to keep fighting, but their character ages. Uh, And so you're playing through all these levels, but the more you die, the higher your age and when you die in your 70s, your run is over. Uh, Mm -hmm. So they kind of, so you, when you get to a new level, you can always start that level at the youngest age you've gotten there, if that makes sense. So I'm on level four, but I'm literally on the cusp of death. My character has like when I, i'm in my 70s so if i die once which is likely because it's a because it gets it gets increasingly hard every single time uh if if i die once i'm done so the mechanic of the game is kind of okay go back to the level you just beat and try and beat it in your 30s or or, or yeah. whatever you know um so it, there is a there is a kind of uh run based aspect to it but uh, that's seafood absolutely tremendous um uh and i would encourage everyone to check it out i think it's like it's only like 40 quid on psn which i think is pretty good um and you'll certainly get the hours out of it i think it's it's like if you're excellent at these games i've the the, the runtime varies i've heard people call it a 10 hour game i'm already at 10 hours I'm, I'm on level three of five i think um so uh so yeah that's uh that's what i've been playing this week very good Joe,
1: I'm assuming this is your turn.
2: We've got a quiz. Yeah, it boy. Be, it wouldn't be Shop Mania 12 uh, without an anniversary quiz. Um, so you've you've heard of uh, Then Now Forever. Well, this is <laughs> yes. Then Now for points. Okay. Okay. Um, so what, what the format of the quiz is, I'm going to give you a category, and then you can choose So either – Answer, give the correct answer for now, or for February the fourteenth, twenty ten, when we began the show. Okay. So, for yeah. example, it could be who's the reigning king of the ring, and so you can choose to answer now, or you can choose to yeah. answer. February okay.
1: Twenty ten. Okay. Sure. Okay. Gotcha.
2: So, I'll explain the, how the points work as we go along, so it varies for each round. But round one is the championship round. So I'm going to name a wrestling championship and then you're going to take it in turns to either choose to name who's current holder of the championship or who was holding it on February the 14th, 2010, when we began this wonderful show. (laughs) Now, the rub is if you go for then, you get three points for a correct answer. If you go for now, you only get one point.
0: Right. okay. Okay.
2: Okay. And, and... Your opponent gets to answer whichever one you don't go for. Right. So if okay. you go for the three okay. pointer, your, your opponent might pick up one. Yeah. Point. Okay. So we're going to start. Um, I'll toss this. I don't have a coin, but I've got a memory card, so I'm going to toss that. Okay. Um, <laughs> Barry, do you want to call heads or tails? Heads. Label. Uh, that was tails. So ah. Paul, Paul, Paul gets to go first. So okay. Paul. The WWE champion. Do you want to go uh, for now or for then for three points? Oh God! <laughs> you can think about it first if you you know, want to figure out if you can remember.
1: That's yeah, right. twenty ten February. I'll take a punt at the three points here. You want to go for then? Okay. But it's a it's a. It's a guess. It's a maybe an informed guess, but it's a guess. Yeah, I go for it. Then I'll say Batista was the WWE champion. That's
2: incorrect, Paul.
0: It was. <sighs> I was trying to do the arithmetic in my head. Yeah, it was it, Cena, wasn't it? Because he lost it to Batista.
2: No, both wrong. It was actually your your compatriot, Sheamus. Oh, okay. of, course, he, of course, of course. He won it. He won it in the tables match from yes. Cena. Lost it back to Cena um, just before WrestleMania. So, yeah, it was shameless. And so, Barry, for one point, can you tell me who the WWE champion is as we speak now?
0: Uh, God, I always get these belts mixed up, but I'm fairly sure it is the
2: almighty Bobby Lashley. That is correct. One one point for Barry. Um, So over to you, Barry, for the Intercontinental champion. Do you want now for one or (gasps) then for three?
0: God, I don't know either. Oh my fucking god! Uh, oh, uh, no, I don't want to give this. Uh, okay, yeah, I'll go then.
2: Okay, then. Who Who do you think it is? Drew McIntyre. That's correct for three oh. points. Well done, Barry. Very good. Oh, I would, good. Have I would not have good. guessed
1: Drew McIntyre to be honest.
2: Um. So.
1: No, sorry, for
2: one point, can you pick up uh, who the current Intercontinental
1: Champion is? Well, there's some, there's some ambiguity. There is Joe, some, as amb- to the there is some is. ambiguity,
2: so I will accept.
1: Okay, Isn't well, in, in, yes, in terms of television, in terms of what has aired and has not aired yet, uh, as your typical Joe Blogs viewer who watches SmackDown on TV every week, yeah. uh, as per the last SmackDown that aired, uh, Shinsuke Nakamura is the Intercontinental mm. Champion. That's correct.
2: Yeah, for one point. Yeah, but. Um, <laughs> he may not be anymore in Yeah. The world. Uh, so they've already taken him losing it for yeah. next week. So, Wait, did yeah. they tape SmackDown as we? They did. Why did they yeah, do? I guess they're going to Saudi Arabia. Is that right? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so back to you, Paul. Uh, WWE United States Champion. Now or then. Um,
1: oh, could be anybody. I'll go then.
2: Uh,
1: Will I go then? You, you uh, go then. No, I'll, I'll play it safe okay. I'll go now. I board. actually don't know who it is, so I have to think for a second. Um,
2: <laughs> who is the United States champion? Um, fuck, US champion. Is this is why it's a good game because there's as much chance we know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. It's,
1: you've now. done well here I now. Am. United States champion. I actually don't know. I'll have to go. I'll have to go then. Okay, I'll, I will go then. <laughs> uh, I'll take a, a punt and say it might be, it might be
0: Dolph Ziggler.
2: That's incorrect, Paul. Um, it was actually the Miz. The Miz, of course. The, the,
0: the, he was a tag champion as well. He was doing his two his two belt thing.
2: Okay. Yeah. Do you remember who he lost that belt to? Nope. It was Bret the Hitman Hart. Oh, yes. yes. Remember that? Oh, that yes, 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 yes. I had, yeah. Um, so, Barry, can you tell me the current United States champion for one point?
0: Well, it depends. Is it
1: Damien? <laughs> or is it Priest? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wouldn't would got that go one. It's Priest Damien, yeah, for one
2: point. Oh, fuck. Sure, sure, not doing right. well in this quiz. So, uh, so, back to you, Barry, for the WWE Raw. Tag Team Champions. Ooh, um, okay. Um, then I will yep. take that. The Miz and Big Show. He's done it again. It was Show, Show Miz. Miz, Show Miz, Show Miz, Show Show and the Miz uh, who beat, They beat D X and the Straight Edge Society in a three way match to win those titles.
0: What a time capsule of a match!
2: What a, what a, what a match! Um so overdue Paul for 1 point can you name the current raw tag team champions you'll
0: never know i know who it is i'd be shocked if paul knows this
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs> okay let me think for a second raw tag team um is it Oh, my God. Who the fuck is on? I don't know. Is it is it Chad Gable and Otis?
2: It is Chad Gable and Otis. Wow, okay, well the, done. The, Academy. the Alpha Academy. For one point. Well done, Paul. There's
1: my first point on the
2: board. Uh, so back over to you, Paul. Yeah. Impact slash TNA world champion. Do you want to go now or then? Um. Oh God. I'll go then okay what's your guess AJ Styles that's correct it was AJ Styles okay. for, for three points uh, he ended up losing it to Rob Van Damme mm. uh, so Barry for one point can you name the current Impact World Champion uh, Moose that's correct it is. Moose uh, for one point uh, it's back to you Barry X Division Champion
0: <laughs> fucking hell
2: well uh,
0: then, uh, God, which? Uh, I'll go then. Um, God, that belt had ten million reigns. Um, I'm trying to think of a pay per view at the time and work and like, do you know what I mean? Like work backwards from there.
2: There was yeah. one the weekend we, we did. Yeah,
0: against all odds, what, what yeah. was on that show? I have no fucking recollection. Uh, the amazing Red.
2: No, it was actually Douglas Williams. Yeah, I, uh, I knew that one. Okay. As, he I knew was, was as he was okay. known at the time. And can you remember how he lost the belt? That's an interesting one. Uh, was, no. I'll, I'll tell you. It was because of the Iceland volcano eruption. He was unable to travel and defend the belt. So was stripped.
0: Oh, yeah. And there was that, that raw episode with all the fake yeah. belts as well on it. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Fuck. Uh, so, Paul, do you know the current X Division champion for one point? No. <laughs> i have, have a guess, though. Um,
1: is it uh, Trey Miguel?
2: It is Trey
1: Miguel. Ooh.
0: For one the, point, the last
1: of the ra- the Rascal Boys. Rascal Boys. I was
0: going to guess Chris Bay. I had no
2: idea. No, I, had I was thinking no him
1: or, or Ace Austin, but right, yeah. I think Ace Austin's a bit higher up the card. Uh,
2: so your choice, Paul. Uh, mm. Impact Tag Team Champions. Do you want to go now or then? <laughs> then and
1: now. Um, I have no idea who the current ones are, so I'll have to go then. Um, For three oh, points. Wait.
2: Beer money? No, it was actually Hernandez and Matt Morgan. <laughs> oh, what a great era that was! Who, who lost the titles when Matt Morgan declared himself the solo tag team champions? Uh, they okay. split
1: up. So I don't know who the current. I
2: can't believe are. you didn't remember that. Um, okay. Over to Barry oh, for God. one point. Do you know the current impact tag team champions?
0: God. Um, I know the women's one, uh, but I assume that's not a question. Um nope. oh, perhaps I can't I don't even know who'd be in a match for them uh okay, let me think um <laughs> no idea um LAX some team called LAX
2: <laughs> no it's actually uh, the good brothers oh god of course of course the only
1: team in impact the only team in impact
2: to uh, so actually Barry for the impact knockouts champion.
0: oh okay do
2: you want to know now or then uh
0: I do know now I'm gonna try and rack my brain here for then Oh, it's a gamble. I know of a team of that era who might. Mm. <sighs> it's the singles, by the way. Not this. Oh, sorry, the singles. Oh, okay. The, the um, knockout champion, not the uh, the knockout champion. Sorry, okay, yeah, uh, yeah. Knockouts. You know, the knockout
2: right, I got Champion, you. sorry. Okay, the
0: knockouts, okay. Uh, okay, I actually don't know who it would have been back then. I'll, I'll take I'll fuck it, I'll take a step. Uh, then. Uh, I will say Tara?
2: He's got three points on the board. Oh. It was Tara, aka Victoria. Um, <laughs> now if you can tell me how she lost it, I'll give you a million bonus points.
0: Did she uh, was it the lockbox thing with the spider?
2: A million bonus points. Yay! <laughs>
0: no, not he is. How could I forget that? Uh,
2: <laughs> yes, uh, so Angelina Love, Tara, Daphne, and Velvet Sky were the four winners in a lockbox eight knockout elimination tag team match. Each earning a key to a box containing an unknown prize. Love won the key containing the Knockouts Championship and therefore won the title. Tara won a tarantula. Uh, Sky won an open match contract, and Daphne's box resulted in her being forced to striptease. Oh, yes. So, uh, I'm, yeah, uh, could back on wrestling was good. Why did we start a podcast during this era? <laughs> was this uh Paul, can you name the current Knockout Champion uh, for one point? And I'm pretty sure you should know
1: this one. Uh, it's one of two. Uh, Perazzo? No, it's great.
2: James. Oh, Nicky James put it in the Royal Rumble. Mm-hmm. Ah, she, she the Rumble. She was at the
1: Royal Rumble. Peralta, she's something. She got some belt. Nicky no. <laughs> <Mickie> James is <laughs> she's she's in she, the Royal Rumble with the belt.
0: Purato is the, like, she is a triple A women's belt, I think. Uh, that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Oh, yeah. Did you say Triple A Joe or Impact? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he said Triple A Women's Title. He said,
2: yeah. <laughs> uh, so I would you Paul. Over to Paul, the yeah. Ring of Honor was, World Champion.
1: That was a silly miss. Ring of Honor World Champion, 2010. Uh, Roderick Strong. I'm picking mm. Den. By the way, mm. I don't know. I
2: don't.
1: I don't know who's either. To be honest, no. Oh, actually, I do know the current one. Oh, fuck.
2: Anyway. It, no, it was uh, it was actually Tyler Black.
0: Tyler you know, Black, yeah. times, yeah,
2: who won it the day before our debut show. So he went on the, the 13th of February. Uh, so Barry, for one point, do you know the current Ring of Honor world <laughs> champion? I assume you do. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, fucking uh, Jonathan Gresham. That's correct. Yeah, for one point. Um, and then finally, Barry, Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions now and then.
0: That's tough. Um, I'll take a punt on then. Um, oh, I definitely. This is definitely. Uh, it, it's always worth
2: a shot. The Briscoes. That is correct for three points.
3: <laughs> uh,
2: also the current ones. And Oh, yeah, for one point. The Briscoes. the Briscoes. Yeah, it is the Briscoes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they won it on the last show, actually. Yeah. 10, 10 years ago.
1: They're 11-time champions.
2: So that's the end of the championship round. Uh, Barry oh. has 16 points. Paul, Barry, Paul, two, 7 points. Oh, seven. That's so that's you're seven. still in it. You're still in it. You're still in it as we move into round two. Oh, um, that's only round one. Fuck. I know. <laughs> you, you, ooh, the, the second round is the formerly known as round.
0: Okay, Let's,
2: this this has been my wheelhouse. Let's so go. I'm going to give you... Let's go. <laughs> I'm going to give you the name of an active wrestler. Yeah. And you can either pick their name now and then tell me what their name was in February 2010. Or you can pick then the and I will give you their yeah. name then and you have to tell me who that is now. Okay. 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 Um, so we'll start off with Paul. Uh, so this is mm-hmm. a, a WWE women's wrestler. So would you like their name now or their name then? And I must and I, which, obviously, which I get more points for. It's three points. There's, there's no stealing in this one, in this round. So three points for every for each one. Okay. They're, so, I, they're kind of equally as difficult, to be honest. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I think it'll be easier if you give me their name then, and I okay. give you their current name. That's mm-hmm. what I go for.
2: Okay, so you want the then. Um, Davina Rose.
1: I know this one. Oh. oh. Ooh. I done fucked up. <laughs> Davina Rose. So who's,
2: um, who's that? So WWE women's you, wrestler. You
0: know She's
1: on channel four.
3: <laughs> Davina, <yeah.
1: laughs> Davina Rose sounds to me like that might be a women's wrestler who's around 12 years ago. Um, hmm. Why? That surely is... Uh... <laughs> that's gotta be um Kane. <laughs>
3: uh
1: I'll say that that's um that's Tamina.
2: Ooh, <laughs> Ooh. Not, not even close. No it, uh, no. You, no points, Barry, but you know who it is? It was Bailey. Yes, that's correct. Ah, she was known okay. as Davina Rose in big-time wrestling.
1: Mm. Out of sight, out so. of
0: mind. That's what I say. I say.
2: Ooh, so over to you, Barry. Uh, do you want their, da- their name then or now? Uh, uh, is this also a woman in WWE? Uh, sorry, it's a AEW male wrestler. Okay. Um, give me their name now. Okay. Name now is Matt Jackson. Oh, uh, Max Buck. That is correct for three points. Well done, <laughs> he's, he's bringing it home. He's bringing it home.
1: It oh, was an easy one.
0: No, uh, Divina Rose is easy as well. I knew Sweet it. Three again,
2: brother. Um, okay, go ahead, the watch tea. your shimmer tapes, nerd. This next one's hard. <laughs> uh, so this is a male WWE wrestler. So do you want their name now or then? I want the name then. So the name then was Raymond Rowe. That is... Uh, oh, fuck.
1: Which one is it? <laughs> that is one of the Viking boys. Um, I'm going to say that, that, is, that is, his name is Eric now.
2: That's correct. Oh, for oh, three well done. Times. Well done. That's hard yes. now. That's hard. Eric of the Viking Raiders in Championship Wrestling Experience. Uh, it's back to you, Barry. This is a male WWE wrestler. Do you want now or then?
0: Uh, give me their name. Then
2: it was Jules Uso.
0: <laughs> oh, <laughs> you are.
2: You're fucked.
3: Oh,
2: <laughs> well, hey, Jules. Uh, Jules Uso. Uh, I would say J Uso. That's correct for three points. Oh, okay, yeah, I so, got the right. 50 so 50 sure. in FCW, yeah. yeah, it was Jimmy and Jules.
0: That's what uh, in my head, I said, okay, it would not be Jay and Jules, it would be Jimmy
2: and Jules, yeah. Of course, mm-hmm. that makes sense, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, Paul, back to you. It's an AEW men's wrestler. Do you want their name now or then? Then. Okay, the name then was Pepper Parks. The blade. the blade. Yeah, yeah. got it. My boy the Blade. In Buffalo Championship Wrestling. Um so back to you, Barry. This is another AEW men's wrestler.
0: Uh, I'll take their name then also.
2: Okay, I think you're going to get this one. Their name then was The Bashing Bulgarian. <laughs> uh, is their name now Miro? <laughs> Correct, yes, the only <laughs> Bulgarian wrestler. Um, so, do you pull A- AEW men's wrestler? Do you want now or then? Then, please. Austin Morrison. Adam Cole. No. Any idea, Barry? For zero points.
0: Uh, is it possible? Is it W Morrissey? No oh, AEW wrestler.
2: AEW wrestler. Oh, face. It's, right. it's actually Luchasaurus. Oh he was okay. in uh, New Wave Pro Wrestling at the time. Wow. Uh, so no points for anyone there. And then finally, Barry, uh, another AEW wrestler, uh, men's wrestler. Uh, give me their name then. Their name then, Stephen Walters.
0: Uh, Hangman Adam Page?
2: No. Uh, any idea, Paul? You want to guess?
1: No, but I've heard, I've heard this before. I think it's his real name, Stephen Walters.
2: It is. It's actually Cash Wheeler. Ah, oh, okay. Mr. Stephen Waters in NWA Anarchy. Uh, so at the end of that round, it's Barry on the big twenty-five points, and Paul on thirteen points. Okay. So I All think play for here. You can. You can still win it in this final round, Paul. You can still bring it back. And Barry this, needs to get a big old duck egg. Yes, Have, have um, a stroke. So in this this is the stab in the dark round. <laughs> okay. As you can tell from Jesus. the name. <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: As you can tell from the name, it's gonna be a bit of guesswork involved. And okay. in this uh, in this case, you can either pick now or then, and your opponent will get the other one, but they're both for three points. So whichever okay. one okay. you pick, the other person gets a chance at three points as well. So Paul, you're up first. Yeah. The category is WWE share price. <sighs> I'm gonna give you. I give you a ten percent leeway. Okay. So do you want to go now or, or then? now? Okay, <laughs> it's
1: gonna be so far off. What's, you guess? Be, What's
2: your guess? guess? Uh, twenty dollars
1: eighty-three.
0: No, that's miles out. <laughs> what? How, yeah, what, okay. what?
2: now? I don't know. I don't know. I would absolutely love to buy some of their stock for 20 quids. <laughs> it, it's, I it's actually, as of close on Friday, it was $55.70. Yeah, uh, so bad. bad far out. Um, so, Barry, do you want to guess what it was then, February? Uh, I'm kind of hovering around
0: what Paul just said. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking like 22
2: uh, No, it was actually $16. So oh, good. But- Fair way out, so no points for there, but not good guess, Barry. Um, so over to you, Barry. So, stab in the dark <clears throat> Jackson, Jacksonville Jaguars, AFC Conference League finishing position.
0: Okay, can you help me here?
2: How yeah. many teams is I there? I'm going to tell this- you how many teams it's there are 16 teams in the, in the American Football Conference League. Okay,
0: 16. I'm. I'm fairly sure. I, I know from the few football fans, the, the Jags have not ever really been good. So I'm going to take a stab in the dark uh, for now,
2: mm-hmm.
0: and I'm going to say
2: twelfth. That's incorrect. They were. They were rock bottom. I was think. I was going to say sixteen. I was really tempted. They were sixteenth. So Paul, do you want to go for for now? Th- this past season that just just finished or finishes today with the Super Bowl. No, that's what I did. Oh no, you went now. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Um. Yeah. 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 Wait. What? Barry went now. Sorry. Then. Yeah. then. Barry then, went then, th- then. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Then. Uh, so the yeah the season that finished before we did the show. Yeah. Um.
1: I say slightly better. I will
2: say fourteenth. It was actually sixteenth uh, again. <laughs> um, rock bottom, Jaguars. Well done. <laughs> so back to you, Paul. Um, category is Meltzer five star ratings given by February the fourteenth of that of that year or of this year. So how many five star or higher ratings has old Davy Boy David Meltzer given? Ever given uh, up. Up until that, no, in that yeah. year. So up, up to that oh. point of the year. So how many has he given so far this year? How many had oh, he given? Oh, okay. Up to February the 14th, 2010. Um, From January the 1st. Do you want to go now?
1: I'll, no, I'll go then. Because now now it could be 50, the way he fucking hands them out left, to
2: right? <laughs> um, I'll go then, I'll say zero. That is correct Paul, for a big well, three points. Think, yes, percentage. yes. Uh, he actually didn't give any five stars between April 2006 and July 2011. (laughs) Not a single one. It was a bit stingy. So, uh, Barry, for three points, do you want to have a guess how many (laughs) five-star ratings Melty has given this year so far? Uh,
0: Keeping in mind, it is just February. Um... If I, if I had gone first, I definitely would have picked then for that exact reason, because I knew the answer would yeah. be zero. This is actually hard, because it could be anywhere between three and ten. Um, <laughs> or more. I will say I know one off the top of my head. I'll take a point and say three.
2: That is correct, Barry, for three points. Wow. It, uh, so there's Okada versus Osprey. Uh, Osprey yeah. versus Oku. Mm. And uh, Cody Rhodes versus Sammy Guevara ladder match. All got. Oh, he got
0: five back stars. a five. Of course, it did.
2: Yeah, all got five stars or more.
0: Very good.
2: Very good. Uh, so, to Barry, um, the raw rating in <laughs> millions of viewers. Uh, and again, I'll give you a ten percent leeway on that. So, do you want to go n- now? So this this past Monday, or do you want to go the Monday before the February fourteenth?
0: I think I know. I think I know this one. I will go now. Okay. That's uh different. they were on sci fi this week and I saw it was
2: lower than usual. Um one point three million. That's within the leeway. It was actually one point four million, so I'll give okay. you the, the three points for that. Uh so Paul, do you want to guess back, four, in back in the day, February twenty ten? Um
1: three point
2: one. It was it was a lot higher. It, it was, was four point five, <laughs> wasn't it? No, 5.35 wow. million viewers when we started this. They've show. whittled them away. They've all gone. Um, so back to you, Paul. Um, yeah. Number one in the previous year's PWI 500. So, 2009. Yeah. So 2009 or 2021. Hmm. Go
1: 2021, uh, Omega.
2: Right, that's correct for three points. Well done, Uh, Barry. Do you want to have a guess at 2009s? No.
0: Um, Oh God, because I feel like like there's genuinely like four people. It could be like I think this is really hard. I'm torn between like Cena, Orton, Punk, and Hardy. I'm going to take it. I'll say uh, Orton.
2: That's incorrect. It was actually the King of Kings, Triple H. What? Yeah. 2009? <laughs> I have no he idea. He was WWE
1: champion a lot, though. Uh. Chris,
2: Jer- Chris Jericho was second. Uh, so the final, final question. Um, okay. Barry to go okay. first. Can you name the most recent WWE Studios release? <laughs> you can <laughs> either go the most recent one um, as we sit here now, or the most recent one before we began in February 2010?
0: Uh, okay. Uh... Hmm. I'll go. Th- I'll go then. Okay. And I,
2: I will say, legendary. That's incorrect. <laughs> It was a, show, a film that I reviewed on the podcast Marine and Two. on the old blog. It was the Marine Two with Ted DiBiase Jr. Damn, uh, so no points there. So, Paul, we can pick up three points on the final question. The most recent, <laughs> if WWE. you can name the most recent WWE Studios uh, release. I think I know this one. Actually, I should. Uh, fuck,
0: my god.
1: And I did a quiz about this not too long ago where mm-hmm. I listed literally everyone. And I like, don't remember what the most recent one was because there was a, some ambiguity about what was like coming out at the time. What was mm-hmm. out. Um, I'll say uh, one that we did our commentary track on, the main event.
2: No, I put that's incorrect. It's a film called Rumble. Um, oh, which, that's not
1: out yet, though, Rumble, is it? Yeah, it came Rumble.
2: out at Christmas. Um, oh, did it. it was on Fuck, I Paramount Plus uh, with the voices of Roman Reigns and Becky Lynch.
1: Yeah, I, I didn't think that was out yet. That's where the yeah. ambiguity was. Okay, it came out. I didn't hear about
2: it. Rumble so, with the big red monster. The final scores. Paul with a respectable 19 points and Barry with a triumphant 31 points. In the there you go, boys. Race. There so, you go. It was really on the championship round. I think Barry did a very good job there. Now did so. Good what quiz,
0: thank you, Joe. Thank you for that. What on uh, uh, That was great. Uh, great way to ring in the anniversary. Do we have an email we want to get to, James?
1: Yep. And it'll be a, a quick email. We'll try and g- get through it quickly. Okay, okay. we are going on. Subject: WCW Pointless. Oh. <laughs> okay. So we're going to do a speed round. Uh, it's from Nathan, uh, who put a hell of a lot of work into this email. I got to say thank you very much he says hi guys i thought you might enjoy a pointless version with w c w tiles would good good luck barry uh some memory caps on wcw world heavyweight reigns only for wcw 1991 to 2001 okay that's the time period okay so again if you don't remember the rules I have a list here of 10 wrestlers. I'll give you the category. And uh, you're trying to get somebody who's on the list, but not 200. top of the list. Okay. You get more points, the more the lower quote, the obscure. Right. Yeah. yeah. So category one, WCW world heavyweight reigns. So with, a, with, with the big gold, uh, the order is, number of days. So you're looking for people who held it, who are in the top 10 per days, but who are low in the list. Right. Barry, you can go first.
0: Uh, Bret Hart.
1: Bret Hart, zero points. He's not on the list, I'm afraid. Joe? Diamond Dallas Page. Diamond Dallas Page, zero points. He's not on the list, I'm afraid. Good guesses though. Uh, Kevin Nash. Kevin Nash not on the list <laughs> Damn, Joe uh, I'll go Sting Sting for five Ooh, points uh, a combined 250 days
0: Barry back to you uh, I want to get some points here so I'll just say Hulk Hogan Hulk Hogan correct one point, one point. I thought as much uh,
1: 1177 days um, Lex Luger Lex Luger, correct For 6 points 235
0: days Damn, 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 damn uh, Rick Flair
1: Rick Flair is correct For 2 points
0: <laughs> Hey
1: 501 days uh, It's time It's time It's
0: Vader time Yeah, Big, Big Van, Van Vader. Vader, correct
1: 3 points for
0: Joe Uh, Scott Steiner,
1: uh, and that's your last guess of the round, Barry. Scott Steiner, correct for nine
2: 120 days.
1: And Joe, your last one of the round, Booker T. Booker T, correct for four points. Uh, so the ones you missed were, um, Goldberg for seven, okay, Ron Simmons for eight, okay. And number 10, with two reigns, <gasps> Wheel the Giant. Mm. So at the end of round one, the score is Barry, 12, Joe, 18. We move to round two. Round two is WCW United States Championship reigns. Again, only for WCW between 1991 and 2001. Who's going first?
0: Barry. Oh, me, sorry. Uh, Axel Jim Duggan.
1: So Jim Duggan, he's not on the list. Damn, what? Joe, over to you. Uh Rick Rude. No Rick ah. Rude, I'm afraid. Oh fuck
0: it. Uh stunning Steve Austin.
1: Steve Austin's correct. For two points.
0: Ah. All these uh, the combined raids are
1: all very short, I must say. The the yeah. the the most or the person on the list with the most cumulative days is two hundred and forty three days. It's not a lot. So Steve Austin's correct 240 for two points. Joe. Um Ricky Steamboat. Ricky Steamboat, I'm afraid not, Joe. Zero. Uh,
0: Dustin Rhodes.
1: Dustin Rhodes is correct, Barry. For one point. He's top of the list. Back to you, Joe. Um Scott Steiner correct. Seven points for Joe. A big oh, one. Yeah. 169 days.
0: Uh, Magnum TA.
1: Afraid not, Barry. <laughs> no
2: Magnum TA. Um, who's going to say? Oh, the Crippler Chris Benoit. Nope. Oh, wow. Fucking Benoit. That's the worst thing he's ever done. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
1: Very poor test this week. Barry, uh, last guess off the round. Raven. No Raven, I'm afraid. Ah, shit.
2: Uh, Joe, last one for you. Um, what did we say? Did we say Barry Windham already? No, actually, no. I don't think he, he was attacked. Shit. Uh, I'll go for Goldberg.
1: No Goldberg, I'm afraid. A lot of big names on this one. Lot of, the, the the score down that round was. Uh, Barry three, Joe seven. Uh, right. You could have had um, Sting for three points. Ah, okay. Lex Luger for four. Jeff Jarrett for five. Bret Hart for six. Conan for eight. Wow. Diamond Dallas Page for nine, and Ric Flair. What have got you at ten points? I oh,
0: should I trust my god? I nearly said Ric Flair. That's ah. Oh.
1: Uh so the score going into last round is Barry on eighteen points, but Joe in the lead on thirty-two now. This is a this is a tough round. I, I would not be scoring big on this one. It's the TV title. Okay. Joe, I'll let you go first this time. I should let you go first the last round to be honest. But.
2: Stunning Steve Austin.
1: Stunning Steve Austin is correct for two points, Joe. Uh
2: Scott
0: Hall.
1: No Scott Hall.
2: Oh, come on. Uh, On Anderson. Correct for three points.
0: Luger.
1: Yes, correct for seven points. Ah. Max Luger is on there. Booker T. Correct for five. Oh, he jumps back into the lead. Barry. Uh, Benoit. No, Benoit, I'm afraid. Joe?
2: Oh, uh, you the fucking TV title. Um, shit. Who did lose it to Uh, Bobby Eaton.
1: No Bobby Eaton, I'm afraid. Shit. Or Eaton, not Heaton.
2: Heaton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <hats off. laughs>
1: no Hacksaw. Uh, except for Joe um, Blackpuff.
2: Eddie Guerrero.
1: No, nah, no Eddie Guerrero, I'm afraid. Shit. Barry, last one for you. Goldberg. No Goldberg, I'm afraid. <laughs> okay. Uh, as I said, that was that was always going to be a tough one. You could have had uh, for one point Stephen Regal. Nah, uh, but... For four points, Johnny B Bad.
2: <laughs> okay, uh, of course.
1: Mark Meyer. Uh, Paul, the late great Paul Orndorff for six. Rick Steiner for eight. Oh. Uh, current AEW superstar. Chris Jericho, oh, nine, okay. uh, but ten points a biggie. It's the uh, the Ultimate Warrior ripoff renegade. There
3: we go, 10 yeah. points. Wow.
1: So at the end of that round, Joe ten points, but Barry seven. <laughs> okay. So uh, the final score: Barry in second place on thirty two, but Joe is this week's pointless champion with fifty two points.
2: Wow. Wow, what were we I feel like Hulk Hogan when he came in and beat Yokozuna after he won the <laughs> uh, Anyway,
1: thanks you. Thank you very much, Nathan, for that. Good stuff. You know.
0: thank, thank you, Nathan, Nathan. as always. Um, I mean, we're running kind of long here. I don't know if we want to. Is there any quick hits we want to get in from the wrestling? Uh, uh, the best
1: dynamite in months. Dynamite, yeah, it was right? very it good. Was, it was
0: great. Um, Keith Lee looked great. Great surprise.
1: Yeah, uh, I like I well, funny because I saw uh Wade Keller's
0: take. Ugh. Oh yeah, where he was like, Oh well, Keith Lee, maybe have one less pie, you little fatty <laughs> bum <laughs> bum freak. <laughs> oh my, what was that? Okay, well
1: maybe I don't want to talk now. No oh. I, I don't agree with Wade Keller.
0: Yeah, obviously.
1: I don't agree with Wade Keller, obviously. I could kind I can kind of see his point to an extent though but i I think he's wrong because barry i saw your reply which is like isn't the point of wrestling is that the little flippy guys make the big guys look good yeah which i think is completely correct um it is true that i I think of keithley as being um more of a flippy guy himself than he showed in this match uh, necessarily um but i yeah i i i I think Wade Keller, while not wrong in his assessment that Keithley himself didn't, you know, look good by the standards of what we classically consider uh, a wrestler today by looking good, like being very active themselves, like in a Kenny Omega way. I think he kind of worked more so in an old school way that I think yeah. Wade Keller didn't necessarily appreciate. So I don't think he was entirely wrong in his take, but I think he was maybe a little bit misguided.
0: But I, 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 think Keith Lee should be saving the flippy doos. Oh, I agree. You I know, agree. I, I think, yeah, I yeah. think it was nice that they made him look like an athletic powerhouse, but yeah. I, he he shouldn't have to be doing his moon salts to beat fucking private party one.
1: Yeah, and I think yeah, it was it was a bit of um, and you know, Keith Lee is. I'm not saying Keith Lee is bad, obviously. 'cause so maybe it's a bit of a tenuous aggregate, but it was a bit like Brett Lee Brett Lee. <laughs> what the fuck is Brett Lee.
2: Didn't no. it hook beat be him on around. Yeah, <laughs> hook, hook beat him think. on Friday, yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was a you know Bret Hart making the Tom McGee's of the world look super good by virtue of really good selling. Mm. I think I think Isaiah Cassidy deserves a lot of credit for oh, how absolutely Keith, Keith Lee looked. But it was a great debut. It was great. It was great. He, he was over his rover my God, you would just marvel at the fact that WWE were like, "What this guy needs is to be an aggressive bear character and snarl when he comes oh, out."
2: <laughs> and Adam Cole as a manager,
1: like, <laughs> the
0: bear cat with Adam Cole. Oh God! I, oh, I, like
1: whatever about WWE and the mindset that goes into creating a superstar, um, and obviously the 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 product that they present is not necessarily up our alley, mm. but you look at some of the people that they released recently um and you just marvel at the fact that they couldn't they couldn't make Keith Lee work you know and whatever about maybe they thought he could slim down or muscle up or whatever whatever the rationale behind that as if it fucking matters anyway mm-hmm. in this freak show event we're putting on um You marvel at the fact that they couldn't make Keith Lee work. Even to a lesser extent, you know, I know that we're not Killer Cross fans, but, like, you you look at Killer Cross and, like, Scarlet, right? You you couldn't do, literally do anything with them. Yeah. You know, like, Scarlet especially, who's, like, this abnormally, like, beautiful woman, right? You couldn't have her just have a bog standard <laughs> women's... Like, is she any worse or better than the rest some of the women them. they have on... Yeah, yeah, like... Like, you couldn't do anything with these people. I I don't get it. Um, but Keith Lee debuted, and it was very good. And I loved... I also loved Tony Khan k- saying, Oh, I fucked up my own definition of The Forbidden yes. Door. So yeah. I went to Uncle Jay White because I felt bad about it.
0: Oh, I, I didn't care, and everyone was arguing about that. I was like, "Who gives a shit about what the Forbidden Door means?" Uh, but yeah, the the JY thing was at least a nice surprise, you know,
1: uh, yeah, more nice more surprises. elite drama. Yeah, um, I I thought Santana was the star of the show in Christ. the the yeah. uh, the inner circle segments, which wasn't the dud I expected it to be. Although no, Jericho came off. Jericho was like, bad. Like I will, yeah, out a touch boy. Um, I'm going to slap your face. Get an attitude adjustment. I'm the influencer. Uh, Satana was very funny, looking directly into the camera and giving (laughs) giving him the Tim from the office. Can you believe this guy?
3: That was good.
2: That was great. Um, what else? What else? Uh, well, obviously, I I really like the Punk Moxley versus FTR match. Oh yeah, yeah. I thought it was very very good. Yeah, Um, it was like a pay per view match. Yeah, pay per view. Was, uh, that's my Hong Kong of the week, Hong Kong. <laughs> e- <laughs> Even the um, Moxley
1: being the like mystery partner felt like important and big. Yeah, because it was like dream team.
2: I did work myself stuff. into a shoot and think it was Samoa Joe. Uh, <laughs> oh Joe! <laughs> I, I know, I know. Just because fucking Tony Khan going on and on about Forbidden Door yeah. and blah 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 and all this stuff. So but yeah, but Mox wasn't a disappointment. It's it's, it's great.
1: It was great very, team. very good. Um, and the main event, I thought, was fucking brilliant. I really, really enjoyed it way more than I thought I was going to, given the kind of lackluster build yeah. to it.
2: Again, pay-per-view main event. Okay, pay-per-view, pay-per-view main event, that's yeah. what it was. Um, oh, the finish so, was so good. Yeah.
1: yeah. But not only the finish, but every, every little element of it was so well thought up and set up in advance. So you had, you know, Hangman hits his bookshot right away. And so fucking Dan Lambert runs out, he takes a top rope off. Okay, then he can't do his fucking move. Um and 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 they even set up that he can't even do a secondary move, uh mm-hmm. deadeye, because Lance's too too damn big for him to do too the move. Big. On. So how can he beat him if he can't do his moves? Um and then for the finish where he, he dropped the barbed wire so the ref would bend down to pick it up and did a little hand spring off his back. Was tremendous it was great stuff. It was great. It was really, really great. I, I I was very impressed. Um and yeah, pretty much I, I pretty much liked everything on this show. Um what was it what was the first segment? Because I remember liking that as well, I can't remember what it was. That was
2: the MJF uh oh, the yeah, MJF coming out on the <laughs> Where Weirdo didn't get an entrance,
1: but everyone else did.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah, I even liked that. I thought that was good. That was I thought really they got cool. a bit muddled in terms of what the match they were making was actually gonna be. Hmm. But I, I thought the segment itself was good as well.
2: Yeah, I, I enjoyed that. Top to bottom, really good show.
1: Really, really good, yeah. Really, really good. Um Yeah, I'm just trying to see if there's anything we're we're missing on it. Not really. The, Not really. The Jade Cargill Aqua a, a, Aqua AQA. AQA. Yeah. She does a she, she uh, does a bloody good shooting star. She remember. does. She does. Um, and Jade Yeah. Jade still looks like she's going move to move, like what am I doing next, what am I doing next, it's very mechanical There was a
0: bit where AQA went up top and they obviously missed something because she had to climb back down and they uh, both looked at the headlights Uh, time really stood still when that went wrong unfortunately, Um, but I'm glad AQA was still able to, you know, she was signed so that was good Yeah. (laughs) Uh, rampage was one of uh, rampage was one of those kind of good but completely skippable rampages um I yeah
1: but it was it, I think it was a better rampage than rampage has
0: been mm-hmm.
1: even though yeah. there wasn't anything super notable on it it was still it, I think it was a higher quality rampage than you
0: yeah know, get. But the tag was a lot of fun hook Matthew both tags both
1: tags were a lot of fun I thought
0: yeah
1: um the ass boys did better than I expected've
0: um, got
1: our Danhausen Danhausen dinosaur evil. yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's actually very good. <laughs> um, Hook doing his thing. I was I was most impressed on this oh, show man. though by Robin Renegade, who I've never heard
0: of. So before. was I. Yeah. Yeah. Wow.
1: What? Like, never heard of her before, but she she sold really well, mm. and she didn't look like the the Jade Cargill. What's my next spot? Yeah, thinking she was just in it. I, I was very very impressed. Um. And of course Hook did his did his thing as well. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was a very good week for AEW. Uh given how kind of not down we've been on it, but No,
0: it's been it's been tepid. It yeah, has been tepid, yeah. I think.
1: I thought they had a very good week. And now we yeah. start to build to the paper. the paper because of course after the main event on uh Dynamite out came Adam Cole. That's seemingly yes. really gonna be the, the
3: mm-hmm.
1: main event.
0: That's gonna be an interesting match.
1: Uh, and it'll be beneficial to Hangman because I think he'll be more prominently featured now.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, with Adam Cole than he was. Which is kind of ironic that it takes being involved with Adam Cole for the world champion to be more featured, but still. It is what it is. Uh, it is, what it is. So yeah, uh, we roll on towards Revolution. Uh, and next week's Dynamite looks loaded. Lee Moriarty versus Brian Danielson. Can't wait for that. Oh, yeah. um, and lots of other fun stuff there as well. Uh, Martinez and Rosa, no DQ. That'd be good. Uh, yeah, so we'll talk about all that next week plus uh, anything else that comes up uh, in the meantime, Uh, how we do, you know all that. Uh, So yeah, uh, thanks very much for listening, everyone, for 12 years, uh, more so than just today. Greatly appreciate it. If you do want to be part of the show, you can go to chairshoppodcast.com and pop us a little email. You can send us a quiz. You can send us a question. You can send us your takes on movies, games, TV, life, wrestling, whatever it is you want to do, and we'll read it and we'll comment on it and we'll quiz each other. We'll do all those things. So in the meantime, it's goodbye from me barry murphy it's goodbye and thank you to my co-hosts first of all paul griffin you're welcome goodbye and of course mr joe towner
2: good night everyone